the What Are You Doing movie archives. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Down In Front. Our movie this week is Constantine, a movie from the suggestion box that we've been really excited to get to do because we all think the movie's kind of freaking badass. And as Trey posits, it's sort of know made everyone, for Down In Front. I didn't know everyone else did, by the way, because it, it, it kind of blew by and people <laughs> don't really talk about it. So I well, thought I was going to be the one who was like, listen, this movie's actually really good. Here we, are, here, here we are serving what I think <laughs> is the primary function of Down In Front, which is not to tell you about movies that you already know about. It's to make you understand why there are movies you don't know about that you have to go watch this instant. Yeah. And Constantine is one of them. So go ahead and get out your DVD or Blurry. We have a Blurry. Pop it in. Press play. Press pause. There's, you know, you guys have seen this, or the ones of you have. You haven't seen it this. It does this really, really cool thing with the logo. Like, even cooler than Matrix and all those other guys, where the Warner Brothers logo is in hell, and it blows apart as per the aesthetic of hell in this movie. And then there's the Village Roadshow logo, and then there's the Vertigo Comics logo. When that whole unit, that one effect shot that they did, fades to black after Vertigo disintegrates, press pause. And in a second, I'll say three, two, one, unpause. I'll press play. You press play. And we'll watch Constantine together in perfect sync. It'll be like any other commentary, except of course this time it will be fucking awesome. <laughs> yes. <laughs> With four friends in your head. Your friends this week are myself, as always, T. Christie, my friend Brian William Finifter. Greetings. Michael Dorkman Scott. Hello. And Trey the Amazing Stokes. How you doing? I had not seen Constantine, because everyone's been telling me to see it forever, and I watched it to prepare for this. And as soon as it was done, my, my response was, I have no idea what I just watched, but that was amazing. <laughs> I felt very similar to after I'd seen The Matrix, and it's funny because Keanu Reeves in both movies is tolerable for me. Um, this movie is gorgeous and semi-smart. It's got a lot of cool ideas. It's a little muddy. Sometimes you can't exactly understand what's going on, but with the subtitles on, that really helps. <laughs> and um, ultimately, everyone turns in a good performance. There's some stupid effects just unbelievably <laughs> yeah. good effects yeah and fucking shia labeouf it was made for down in front brian constantine yeah i had seen it when it came out and for whatever reason just kind of passed right through me and i had never really like gone back <laughs> like and, taco bell like yeah <laughs> like the spirit or, of god i would have gone with a neutrino but sure sure uh, taco yeah. bell too um <laughs> but yeah we uh watched it with you just yesterday to like brush up and refresh my memory on it and was amazed at yeah this is really it's really good really fucking good movie really, really good. well put together um and you know we talk about it like I didn't have any understanding of the impact that it had. I was just like Constantine. That yeah, I remember there was a movie called Constantine. Yeah, I looked on IMDb, it made 230 million dollars. Yeah. yeah. It was a huge fucking movie. How did I forget oh. about Constantine? It did okay then. I feel good about that. Yeah, yeah it I did. Yeah. No, it did. Well, was that is that but worldwide? It seems, that's not that's not I hope I that's not domestic. But that's, yeah, you'd that's have that's to ask odd, Gregory Harbin that question. That's know. worldwide. That, that's the odd thing about this movie is A it was really well put together. It's a really good movie it was and very B popular as a hit. It did very well and, and C everybody seems to have forgotten about it anyway. Yeah, it's Which I'm wondering how that happened. I'm happy though. I'm here to remind you. Although 230 million is actually not that much especially well, it's, it's, that is worldwide. It's not much at all if it's worldwide. Yeah. Right. True. Um, anyway. I, I think I, I get the impression that it was one of those movies that, you know, the marketing machine cranked up as always and managed to get it probably to 100 million domestic. And, you know, probably my guess is 230. I mean, Matt's, Matt's going to look it up and make a liar out of us or not at any second now. But uh, um, the... I don't remember it being that big a hit. I don't remember two thirty million. Two hundred thirty million five years ago would have been really yeah. kind of notable, and uh, I don't think that that's domestic. Anyway, Dorkman, Constantine. Yeah, I you, saw were, you were going to bring the ray of light to us. We already had the light yeah, here, man. Yeah, I know. I was. I, I I really liked this movie when I first saw it. I mean, you know, I I bought it on DVD when it came out, and I was like, oh, it's like a hidden gem that apparently a bunch of people saw. Yeah, um, but <laughs> but not enough. But uh, yeah, but not enough. And uh, yeah, I think it's great. I really enjoyed it. There was. 
I feel a little weird about the ending. Like, there's something about the ending that doesn't... that. I, if anything, I guess it maybe just feels a little rushed. It, it took me two watches to get what happened, and but, then I read um, it on Wiki, and I kind of get it. But I, like yeah. I said, it gets kind of muddy. Yeah, it's a, little, it's a little rushed at the end, I think. But um, but overall, I really like it, and I... Uh, uh, I'm um, sorry, Matt is showing me the laptop. Domestic, 75 million. Yeah, yeah. so not that yeah. big. So not, not the whole thing. Not Everything, that big, actually. 150 million everywhere else. And not okay. surprisingly, that it wasn't that big. Yeah. You know. So, it's, but, a, it's, um, a, it's a hard movie for some yeah, people Yeah, well. it didn't make its budget back. It was $100 million. Yeah. And, uh, uh, yeah. They gave a $100 million fucking studio feature to a guy that had never directed a film before? Because Keanu Reeves was the star of it. Yeah. Ah. And this was post-Matrix. Well, he just shot the Matrix To sequels. take nothing away from Francis Lawrence, because this is a gorgeous movie. It's yeah. just... And, and everyone delivers the performance. Where, yeah. where the hell is he? What happened to Francis Lawrence? He did I Am Legend, which is three quarters of a good movie and was ruined by studio. By the studios. And then uh, he did uh, the pilot for the short-lived series Kings. Which many people yeah. thought was pretty awesome, too. Uh, I liked the series. I have not seen I was, it. I was watching it, and it only it, you know, it only got like six episodes in before NBC was like, mm. Too weird for us. Yeah, exactly. But I liked it. I liked that series. I liked it. It never lived up to what I was hoping it would be. But it was okay. It was among the better stuff that was on. I usually, with, I mean, we're getting down a rat hole, but I usually give a series like most of a first season. Yeah, yeah. You know, because yeah. it's like they're still kind of figuring out what the fuck they're doing. Yeah. Right? The, 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 the Joss Whedon, so. the first six episodes are the pilot yeah, theory. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. Now, Trey, between yeah. you got you and everyone in the forum that wanted us to do this movie, we have the, the primary influence <laughs> of, of the show. I so, literally, so, like, from the day we started down in front, Constantine, Constantine was always the one, like, we should do Constantine. Hey, Trey's here. Hey, hey, hey. Constantine. Constantine. Come on in. Hey, everybody, Constantine. Like, the next week, hey, It was like a subliminal message right. I was trying to <laughs> Trey, you can come in. Here, here's a Diet yeah. Coke. Hey, who was, the, uh, who was the Roman emperor who uh, converted <laughs> the Roman Empire to Christianity? Oh, Constantine. Constantine. Now, did you see this in theaters? Um, I did not see it in theaters. I discovered it on video, and I... I I think the reason I actually saw it was because uh, some of the effects, not all, but some of the effects were done by Tippett Studio. And uh, some friends of mine at Tippett Studio had mentioned having done this movie. Badass effects. Uh, yeah, they did, as you can as you can imagine, they did uh, the creature effects, uh, yeah. you know, the, the beast effects. And, I didn't uh, know this, but Tippett also did a lot of the squiddies in the Matrix sequel. Some, yeah. Those, those, those were I'm working with the guy that the animated place. those, and he's just like, don't yeah. bring up. <laughs> yeah. It hurt my brain exactly. to animate those things. And, and a friend of mine uh, who worked at a different company, not at Tippett, but I know from Tippett, said the same thing. that uh, He worked at uh, ESC, or it's either ESC or Escape, however you pronounce it, but I always say ESC, which is down the road from Tippett. But, um, but the, the thing that's so great about Constantine is that over time... In uh, in here and down in front, we've sort of come to come to hammer on certain concepts over and over again, and I think that Constantine is the embodiment of almost all of those things <laughs> that we keep talking about all the time. And let me see if I like, can like what the uh, the list that I can think of. Um, first of all, I would put it on. You may disagree, but I would put it on my perfect movie shelf. Um, secondly, um, this is a main character who never once. Uh, um, Saves the cat. Um, in fact, he kind of mistreats a cat at one point, and uh, any any in in a symbolic way kicks the cat many times. We have a, have a main character who's not sympathetic and is designed to be not sympathetic. So it's uh, the anti uh, Hollywood movie in that way. Um, I think this movie, and you talk about the end being rushed, and that's true, but that's because. Um, I think this movie is an amazing example of a movie that refuses to do an as-you-know scene. And uh, and if you listen to the director's commentary, they talk about that at length, about how they said, we don't ever want these characters who live in this world to explain this world to each other, um, which often is to the point where you're running the risk of leaving the audience behind. You know, I, the I audience not the quite time. getting what the heck's going on, and that's a, that's a very fine line to walk. For me, it worked. Um, for you, it took two viewings, but it was worth it to you, and you you know, you know did the research. It intrigued you enough, so that's that, that we call that a win. 
So I think <laughs> I think the idea of you know not doing an Especially as you know when it's team, Teague, that's a win. Yeah. Setting out to deliberately he did the research. He wasn't glib. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> to to deliberately. Yeah, oh, nice reference. Thank there. you. To um, you know a movie that set out to deliberately not do an as you know scene at the risk of losing the audience and uh, and did it. Um, and uh, and then it also I think I put it in the category of a movie that uh, the ending was rushed and and uh, but once you understand the ending or understanding oh, no, uh, as I do well, the, when I when I said uh, rushed it, it wasn't it wasn't a matter of not understanding it because I understood what was going on it was, was literally like, rushed they just literally were just wrapping yeah. up all the loose ends and, in, uh, it, in like five minutes and it's I was like, wow it's interesting because I I feel like it's really taking its time in uh-huh. terms of in terms of how normally a Hollywood movie gets made this uh-huh. movie is like I'm surprised this movie made it through the Hollywood system intact the way it is because um, it feels like it's very leisurely and and the ending is as as the William Goldman uh, line goes we've talked about the the ending is unexpected i think um but makes perfect sense mm-hmm. and and you know I, we'll say again and the final thing i'll say is um please and i know people do this and i hate it when you do it so if you do it <laughs> don't tell me but please if you haven't seen Constantine go watch it before we start talking about it go experience it first and then form your own opinion and then because i'm about to spoil the ending um <laughs> because the ending you know the ending of this big hollywood blockbuster movie is our main hero our main character doesn't go down in a place of glory he sits in a corner and slits his own wrists and that's how he wins <laughs> that's how he wins again that's how he beats the bad guy by slitting his wrists in an act of desperation um and and his 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 big problem the problem that he's facing the whole time um his cancer is cured by Satan <laughs> as an act of vengeance. <laughs> Satan is being a dick to him by curing him of cancer. Um, I did not see either of those endings coming <laughs> until they happened. And then once they happened, I was like, of course, that's what happens. That makes sense. Um, anyway, I think Constantine is, I can't believe that Constantine made it through the Warner Brothers studio system uh, is in this amazing condition that it's in because I think it's a great movie. And I, I, I also will say, before we uh, move on, I will say that I, this is my, favorite Keanu Reeves role I think he nails it in this one in a way that he never worked for me in the Matrix he gets this one right he feels a little forced to me in some places but for the most part I like Keanu in this his, one you know, for what it, for but me, I'm a Keanu apologist for me his, so his stoic expected. woodenness is right for this character in a way that it didn't work for me in the Matrix I'm still gonna go with uh, Ted Theodore Logan there you go that was, oh, well, that's that yeah. okay true enough that's, that's his true masterpiece I will I will I will give you that one what's that's his character's a, name in Point Break I forget. I Keanu oh, Reeves? Keanu, uh, probably. Keanu Reeves' character is his name. <laughs> All right, we're 10 minutes in. We should, Johnny probably, Bravo. we should probably press play. So get your mouse or remote ready to watch Constantine when all those logos faded to black. Three, two, one, on pause. And here we go. With a quote. Now, I can't believe how expensive that singer was, and now we're looking at straight-up Ariel. Big ass. This looks like the final cut, like yeah. rough edit. This is this is the edit. We'll, we'll, we'll get some. By the way, this is the editor's slug of a, of what the title. I sequence just want to say, look final like. cut is Verdana. I've seen it way too many times. Okay, so, so Ariel is a step. By the way, a completely unattributed quote. Who said that? Yeah, where does it matter? Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Now I didn't get uh, either time that this takes place in Mexico. I I despite the fact that it says Mexico on the screen. Did it say Mexico? There's a title of card at the beginning that says Mexico. Well, that's my problem then. Yeah. <laughs> I just like the idea. It's like, all right, we're just going to put this here, and then later we'll get some nice copper plate gothic shit and make it look really nice. Yeah. No, it says Mexico. Um, and uh, the uh, this, this one subplot, the, the Spear of Destiny bit, is the one thing that it feels the least explained to me, and it just kind of carries the movie along, and that's fine because it doesn't have anything to do with anything until well, the very end. Well, if you listen to that, I didn't understand. Well, if you listen to the to the commentary, this is this is a budget cut. Um, this scene, this entire scene, was originally going to be Turkey. a much more elaborate scene in Turkey with the whole, you know, sort of more of an exorcist kind of beginning that really would set it up. Um, and I get, I'm I'm kind of, I'm impressed by the fact that this movie fills in this blank so sketchily. I mean, you actually you literally have to kind of be aware that. 
after World War II, many Nazis fled to South America, and therefore that's how this relic ended up in a Mexican church wrapped in a Nazi flag. And because they're never going to explain that to you. Yeah, Josef yeah. uh, uh, Hose, Mengele ended up in South America too. Exactly. He died there. Oh, he, at, at a ripe old age. There like are an 80. awful lot of blonde, blue-eyed South Americans uh, nowadays. Now here, of course, is uh, as they call the popcorn moment, and a good one it is too. So, Manuel. There you go. Yeah, that's a good opener. <laughs> that's a good. That's what you call a grabber. Yeah, uh, it's referred to as the hook. I think. Yeah, it's it's yeah. kind of you might call it that. The teaser. Yes. The yeah. yeah, it's. Uh, that's but yeah, they just what it they is. pull out that he pulls out that Nazi flag and it's like, uh, all right, and then no more Nazis in the rest of the movie. Yeah. But, but I think what, it goes. what I think and what I but the thing is when it comes to the Nazis, you're almost like, yeah, the Nazis. Oh, the Nazis were evil, did. Well, so. there you go. That's all we need to know. The Nazis, yeah. exactly. The Nazis did this. All right. Well, they were. They were. We know. We know from Raiders of the Lost Ark how non the Nazis felt about biblical relics. Yeah, they were all exactly. over that shit. So and and again, it's 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 essentially in that in that sense. That's a weird. I don't know. It's the, a weird. Yeah. What was that well, typeface? The, just yeah. The, well, because the. So, the spacing between the letters, like between yeah. the T and the I, was huge. It's it essentially was really weird. And but the whole Nazi thing, it's essentially a MacGuffin. I mean, because in the end, it doesn't matter where the Spear of Destiny came from. It just matters that it's found and it's back. It matters it's, who gets it by and the it's, end. It's on its way to do its work now. We had right. that first wonderful grabber, and then we get this. Which we get is a like, second grabber. This is, and this one is so amazingly cool. This, this is, is way just out a badass there. exorcism. Yeah. And it's and again. Now, do you guys think that this is an upside down? She thing? literally is upside down. That's because not, it that's looks not, like she's being. It doesn't look like she's on the ground and we flipped it. It looks like she's she, being held. She up. literally is supported. You can tell by the way her clothes are. It actually looks good. Out. It looks yeah. really good. She's being held upside down. So it's not. A, it's not a reverse floor trick. So we're now we're introducing her character. And again, instead of saving the cat, he throws a cigarette butt in the street. <laughs> He's a douchebag from the moment he enters the movie. And I love that about this guy. So yeah, this was directed by a music video guy. Early, well, a, and it's funny a guy with I, a guy with a great visual eye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not all kinds of music it's, videos. It's bizarre. I told this to Matt, and this you know this might fall on weird flat ears, but I also see a lot of similarities between this and what Pope did in the Matrix, especially the latter Matrix movies. Well, where who's it's the very DP? Let's, well, let's, I'll, I'll, mean, ch- I'll check that out. It's very squared off, and often the close-ups center off to one side or the other on a very close eye thing, which it's just, it's another Matrixy look. Yeah. That's a, that's there an are, anime thing. Yeah, there are there are a lot. Oh, of, is that an anime influence? Yeah, yeah. there are yeah. a lot of very symmetrical compositions to sort of the, the whole idea of churches and and spaces like that are uh, very very symmetrical, highly structured, very painting uh, painterly, you might say. Highly organized structure. Director of photography, yeah. according to the back of the DVD, is Philippe Roselot. 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 AFC, ASC. So he's he's good. He checks out. Yeah. <laughs> he's got creds. He's on the grid, motherfucker. He's got some creds. Now, here we go. Right here in the beginning, um, first of all, Keanu has no one to... He has no one to have an as-you-know scene with, but he also doesn't explain anything to... to well, he has his, his priest buddy here, um, but he doesn't do it as-you-know. But Because the priest knows... The pri- again, the priest knows. The priest knows. And, and, and also, by the way, it's a double-scale cigarette. Um, uh, nice. And if you look at the hand, uh, yeah. you realize how huge it's like a it's like a it's like a first grade pencil that cigarette <laughs> in that hand. But it's just so they could get that shot. Now, right here, this is what I, when I first realized like this movie is different was right here when I first watched. He this starts movie. testing out the different symbols. He's that he can test- shine on it. He's trying to he's you know without ever explaining it that afterwards or now you know he's trying to figure out what, what kind of demon what flavor demon this yeah, yeah. is. Oh, it's so cool. You know, and and you know, but he's not going to explain it. We just have to figure it out for ourselves. Oh, it's that kind. Okie dokie. Here we go. Yeah, and the thing is, it's it's proof of how. I mean, well, maybe it's not because this movie didn't do as well as mm. it could have. It, but yeah, it but, might be uh, because 
But you know, you're saying it's that it's proof that you don't have to explain you don't have every to, single step the way. Because the audience will get will go get through it. Like right. this this whole exorcism, like he says, it's never explained what he does, but it's pretty self explanatory what's yeah, happening. Well, yeah, because we've, if you're paying we, attention, we've seen the ex, we've seen exorcism scenes yeah. before. So it's like okay, even if the the minutia, even if the mechanics of what exactly he's doing are different than yeah. other movies we've seen, you know the it, mythology. You, yeah. you still get he's the mythology. Processed. You still get the basic his basic action through the whole scene. And there's a fascinating, you know, the visual, the way the the way the the key moment is told strictly visually in a way that uh, this is one of the things even when I watched, watched it the first time I was like whoa what the hell just happened is the whole the whole mirror thing about how yeah. awesome the, oh I love the, that the cre- I yeah, love it's like, that it's like I saw it but when you first see it it takes a moment to kind of get your head around what you're looking uh-huh. at but right. then when you do and the movie uses that motif several times throughout after it's taught it to you the first time um, you know you, oh. you, yeah gnarly <laughs> and that comes back later too. welcome to earth that yeah. anyway yeah. 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 earth Earth. Welcome to Earth. <laughs> Welcome to Earth. Now, mileage, mileage may vary on the Penn and Teller show bullshit, but they did an episode on exorcisms, which I think we can all get behind. Sure. And uh, like, we're not going to be polarized on how Penn feels about exorcisms. <laughs> That's <laughs> and, pretty clear. And there's videotape of a guy doing an exorcism, and it looks... It's the most underwhelming thing you've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Hey, who's this it's, kid? It's, it's a guy at a table. He, oh, uh, fucking boof. When he was an up-and-coming that guy. Yeah. It's who, a guy at a table, who, and he's throwing water on the guy on the table is going... <clears throat> just sort of sitting there. Uh-huh. Yeah. And that's it. The whole time, like I, I love the movie exorcisms way more than apparently oh, yeah. that's an exorcism. So great, oh yeah, it's just well, a guy and they're just throwing the movie, olive oil on his head and just he just gets pissed. That's because in movie exorcisms there are actually demons involved. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and they're made to be more entertaining, and the people and the people staging them are more talented generally. Yeah, and have better skills. But I mean, but that is more production value. In, yeah, in terms of in terms of filmmaking, though, I suppose there is something to be said for you know the fact that. Um, uh, the Judeo-Christian mythology is so well known to so many people. You don't yeah. have to explain a lot of this yeah. stuff. Right. You're like, you know, because you yeah. actually fucking Rachel go to the building and believe this because you actually go to class for this every yeah, exactly. week. Exactly. Yeah. In fact, in fact, there's a scene later on in the movie when uh, Keanu Reeves is launching into a, you know uh, a story about the what the spirit of destiny is, and Rachel Weiss basically says, "I already know that," I mean, and they, stop, like, and they stop telling the story. So yeah. you know, they they start. But to they get it. that they get the one critical piece of information, yeah. which is yeah. the spear of destiny was what actually killed Jesus Christ. As soon yeah. as he, and that's it, all you need. But as soon as it turns out it's an as you know this. story, he stops telling the very, it. They said, "Don't look at it," and the guy looks at it, and his hair just turns gray. Yeah, yeah. but I, they I, don't make a big deal. Yeah, exactly. Of that. Told it just goes away. Told you not to. Yeah. Yeah, again, He's it's going to be like, like the Hispanic Morgan Freeman for the rest of his life. Why did that happen? Well, because that's what happens. I mean, I told you not to look. So, and now we have this uh, wonderful, the first of the many fun designs is, you know, the look of the demons is like. Uh-huh. No brains, lobotomized, they've all got scoliosis, they're very weak and they've got, explo- like, their yeah. their stomach is looked like a, it's it's malnutrition, so yeah, it's kind it's of, just... oh, it's, they were talking about that on one of the special features, yeah. we watched, like, all of them just now, and um, their idea was that they wanted it to be sort of an emaciated dog, like, not a very sentient thing, it's like, it's in hell and all it knows is that. I have to eat these humans. Yeah. I don't know why. It's, it's That's just all, pure, all, all he knows is instincts. It's pure instinct and 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 it, and, a, and a, a wonderful for me a wonderful visual. I love this. Bam. Yeah, a wonderful visual way of representing like you're not going to negotiate with these things. Yeah. <laughs> They're not going to there's no like I think I'll persuade them. And they have to, a bunch of really cool fucking demon critters, but the, on the opposite side of that is how they portray Satan. I love yeah. Satan in this movie. Satan is there. But then and get well, it. Satan, I, I will say that this this has my um while we're while we're on about that whole aspect of it. This has Probably the my favorite representation of, of hell, hell that I've ever yes. seen. Yes, oh, agreed. Also, so cool. spectacularly. Yeah. Were, how did you guys see uh, what dreams may come? Yeah. yeah. How'd you feel about that hell? That was a good one too. You know, Walking I'll, on the heads. I'll grant, and all that. I'll grant him that one. Yeah. That was that was. It looks much disturbing. more Dante. It looks much more like people this, that are. This is much. This is much more the the 
contemporary mythology of fire, fire and brimstone. brimstone yeah. Yeah. yeah, but it's like, but it's in, but it's a it's, modern. It's also a hell version. that makes sense in a way. Yeah. It's a hell that you kind of go, you know, that ki- if there's a hell, it kind of probably does work like that. Yeah, I can but, understand that. That be the well. Moment. Did you see the uh, the behind the scenes thing where the supervisor was talking about it? That's Mike it's Fink, a, it, and then, and by the way, Mike Fink, the visual effects supervisor, is the, guy, is the reason I got into computer graphics. He's a great guy. Um, but it's a nice update on that fire and brimstone concept yeah. because in the in the behind the scenes we're talking about they wanted it to be the moment after a nuclear, nuclear blast happens fire. but before everything mm-hmm. blow actually vaporizes. Just the heat, right. it's, just the, the heat. it's just that so, yeah. shock heat wave. That, that, so it's like that's a modern yeah. nuclear age version yeah, of fire, the fire and brimstone. brimstone. The yeah. heat is so intense that everything is burning but the shock wave is a microsecond away and the micro, right. the, 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 the shock wave never comes in hell. It's just exactly. the burning. It's just that one millisecond. And the burning never ever. never stops. It's yeah. the burning just as continuous. But what what I like about it is the it's coupled with a very interesting idea that that the moment you die you're just you just you're stuck in that moment forever yeah. in hell. You know that the, wherever wherever and whatever your situation was when you died that's just where you're going to be for eternity. Um, it's like, weird how they make a hell that almost makes perfect sense. Yeah, like I said, it's a hell that I yes. almost buy. I like I like also the um, that right here. He says that exorcism wasn't right, but it's like what was fucked up about it. Never explains how he knows something was wrong. He's like, well, they, they do up get into it. Eventually. They, do, they get, do get into it. Okay. He's but about right that. Now. He's a backseat. But you haven't seen the movie in a while, so I we'll, haven't. Yeah, but he, that, he's, that's what sets Constantine on this quest. He starts right. going asking, uh-huh. looking for answers because the, what's wrong about it is uh, the demon was actually trying to get into our world, and oh. they shouldn't be able to. It do shouldn't that. push through the skin that way. Yeah, it and it happens again yeah. when Rachel. Oh, right, right, right. And that's that's what tells him something. That's the story. That's how you use your Shia LaBeouf directors when you get him. Yeah, I know which way to go. Thank you very much. Thank you. Don't tell me how to drive. Even even you. then, clearly they were. You know, Shia was like the ad lib kid that they would just turn yeah. loose, and it works. We talked it about totally this works. in the no one's ever heard fucking Crystal Skull commentary, where it's like the best moment in the entire movie is where Shia is like walking through the set and he bumps into a spider. He's like, oh, oh it's just a pokes. Oh, it's a thing. <laughs> it just keeps going. Oh, it's just a thing. <laughs> I love it. I love it so much. Shia definitely has a couple moments in here that you go, yeah, that was just him. And it's a good use of him doing his thing. That's him on take end. four, going, just give me one more. Yeah, yeah. Now here's Rachel Vice, and I and uh, another. Are we really gonna say Vice? That's her that's, name. That's how she says it. So. That's how she says it. But so. I'm not. That's how she whatever. says it. But fuck her. I, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well, no, but you I don't what? go to the Italian restaurant and try to fucking do the Italian accent. Well, I don't well, say well, it. well I'm gonna right, I'm gonna Tom. go ahead and call you Tiagwe. Yeah, okay. That's because fine. That's I how just, I, that oh, hey, yeah. Tigu. Uh, actually, there's a there's a uh, there's an actor named John Cabrera who I uh, follow on Twitter, and he was on Gilmore Girls and a few other things, and he actually did his latest blog post was all about how my name is Cabrera. Please don't try and honor my Hispanic heritage by calling me Cabrera, because I don't say it that way. I say Cabrera. But, uh, you know, just like we say Ray Fines, even though we know how stupid that is, <laughs> that's how he says it, so that's what we're going to say. Yeah, but then you so. get in trouble no matter which way you go. It's like saying... Well, if, if Rachel home. walks into the room, I'm going to say, hi, Ms. Vice. Well, and, yes, uh, you if know, you, that's how if it you is. you know beforehand, sure. But the and she listens is down in front, know. so this is the first <laughs> movie she's been in. Um, I've never heard her say her name. Does she really say Vice? I, I'm yes. pretty sure. Okay, I accept yeah. that. Because I always thought it was just people trying to be fucking... Is it German? Yes. Yeah. I just always thought of people trying to be fucking, oh, it's Rachel Weiss. It's yeah. like, trust me, she shut, would have corrected the, the world yeah. by now. Shut the yeah, fuck exactly. So, yeah, so, uh, I don't so, see her so in very the, many movies. I, don't, I never go to the movies so that the, she's in. The, con- the Constant Gardener is a festival of people who pronounce their names in funny daddy ways. It's <laughs> Ray Fiennes and Rachel Weiss. <laughs> oh, you mean Ralph and Rachel Weiss? Now, the first time this plays, you think you don't her. You don't get what they're doing. No. You, don't, yeah. you don't understand what they're doing. Um, the reason I mentioned, uh, we'll just call her Rachel from now on and, and uh, spare ourselves the, the trauma. Fair. But um, the reason that is uh, Rachel, Rachel, 
Miss uh, Miss Rachel. Um, <laughs> we've we've spoken. Another recurring theme on Down in Front is uh, actresses who try and play smart when they really ain't. Um, but I put Miss uh, Miss Rachel in the category of I think she's actually smart in real life, and that's Agreed. why her, yeah, her characters me her way. characters come through as really really sharp. And and this is a she's a, a lesser actress would have really ruined this movie by blowing this role and it's amazing that she makes this role work because it's actually a really difficult role and uh, it's a dual role in fact what makes it difficult it's difficult because she has to play a tough cop who's a devout catholic whose sister committed suicide um she has to play all these shadings of how she has ignored the fact that she has these visions and she's this pushed all that away amazing that's a beautiful a shot. stunningly perfect shot yeah and she has to you know she has to play i went to hell and came back and how that you know and play that scene out and and she also had to learn to roll a, a coin on her knuckles uh, are you sure it's not cg it is it is uh again it's it's talked about in the special features she, she actually learned to do it because it looks kind of cg in the shot in the bowling alley but i might yeah. be wrong very cool oh oh so she's oh she's fine it's a dream it was a dream yeah see it was, yeah. Dream. It was her, suicide. but it was her in a dream yeah, we still haven't gotten the twin part. Yeah, yet. the movie, the movie is the movie's not giving you any help yet, and I love that about it. And it's you know it's not giving you any help with what this means yet either. It's a, yeah. It's at going first, to. I thought it was just he was puking out some demon. Uh, I think we find out in the very next scene. It's the very next scene where that he has, he has yeah. severe lung cancer. Yeah, like uh, bad LA, lung cancer. L.A. Center Studios, uh, right here. And if you recognize it, you will then see it in everything yeah. ever. Yeah, it's one of those quintessential stand-in L.A. locations that's used for everything. It's um. It's the FBI building in numbers in Live Free or Die Hard. It's a FBI building quite often, but here it's a mental. Now hospital. he's talking to her as if he as it's if a she knows. Hospital. Yeah, it's every kind of hospital. He's talking oh, to her okay. as hospital. if she knows what he's into. And she, then there's that. Yeah, she does. I don't know. Seem, I don't know. I don't know if she's in on it. Because he's like, he, you got. It's, it sounds like the implication is you got rid of my cancer before. Can't you just do that again? Well, like, she she also be referring to the fact that he tried to commit suicide twenty yeah. years ago. Oh, that's probably a good good, good call there. Yeah. That's right. But she is playing it as if she it seems knows like she about knows. his world. Yeah. It seems like she well, knows he's more saying very about openly, him. he's like, can you believe this? All the Im- impossible things that I've defeated and it's this that's going to get me? Yeah, but, yeah. but you know, people, if a guy says that, you're like, yeah. yeah well, yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah, you yeah we, all, we all had a hard, hard time in high school. Come on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> things I've beat. <laughs> and at this point, we don't know why she's crying. At, at the time, I just thought she was yeah, we don't know just what upset by the about. dream. Yeah. I don't know. I just fucking this movie, man. It looks and and I, I for one for one reason or another, I don't know why. I guess it's uh, slightly aesthetic reasons, but maybe not. Maybe just tone. It reminded me a lot of Seven. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it has the same sort of darkness to it. It's not quite as crushed blacky as yeah, Seven. I was is. gonna say it's yeah. not. But it's, it's not as dingy. But it's as very. Seven it's it's got its green fluorescent look often, and it's got its very pretty aspect to it, and it's dark. And those three things kind of suggest that to me. This is cool. It's a cool bit, and uh, and as they again they point out in the special features, and uh, nowadays you'd think the opposite, but that is n- this isn't some fancy CG split screen. This is uh, the Stan Winston dummy. Yeah, it's, good dummy. Yeah. Then again, you know, it ha- you know, as we as we know, Trey, it's easy to make an alien look like it's fucking hanging down <laughs> on the ground. Yeah, exactly. Just f- make sure you cast it lying on That's the ground. That's right, and then they they even Stan now knows to do that. So so that wasn't really a dream; it was a premonition or whatever. Or, or it was her. She was sensing what her sister was going yeah. through. Yeah, she was sharing the experience. Simulation. Simulation. That's oh, a word. That's oh, a word. Yeah, yeah. That's a word. Yeah. Try simulcognitive on Scrabble. Yeah, yeah. See how far you get. So that uh, and that dummy will show up again later when the priest goes to the morgue. Yeah, we'll see it again. Hey, it's funny that her partner's name is Weiss, but I bet he pronounces it Weiss. <laughs> 
So here it comes. First of all, first of all, he's a douche because he smokes in the hospital. hospital. <laughs> but you know, this is this is where he's just arbitrarily a douche for no reason whatsoever, and yet you know, he's like he literally like, yeah, I see you want to get in the elevator. Fuck you. <laughs> That's most love stories in movies don't start like that, but this one does. <laughs> and there are a lot of moments in this where they're like, "Are they going to kiss? They're going to kiss right now." Yeah, oh, there's even one very end where he leans across and she kind of goes in for the kiss. And they he's deliberately like, he's, don't he's, do it. Like, completely oblivious to that. What I'm glad is we just got that one play on words where she's like, "You going down?" He's like, "Not if I can help it," and he just yeah. closes the door. I'm really glad we didn't get a play on words at the end when, like we said before, don't watch this if you haven't seen it yeah. or listen to this. Uh, spoiler. At the end, there's heaven, and it's the same as hell, where it's just on the same plane, but it's just a, a different, yeah. no, a different plane, same it's place. It's Los Angeles on and, a really and, nice day. Right, exactly. And you see this beautiful, <laughs> foggy, angelic. I'm just glad someone didn't go, it really is the city of angels. Credits. <laughs> like, I'm really glad. I could see that some guy in the fucking, and this movie has so many producers, it's it's almost likely that would have almost happened. Yeah, somebody suggested it, you know it. One, you know somebody suggested it. Probably Akiva Goldsman. Three. But they avoided it. This had it. six uh, credited producers on the poster. Yeah. Which you know means twice as many were actually working on this thing. As as I mentioned this as before we were recording though, it's like this movie could have been another the reincarnation of Alien Three because it has all the same setup as Alien Three. It has a script that was around forever, uh, was kicking around, was based on an existing thing but changed a great deal. Um, a first time music video director and a whole lot of producers and everyone pulling it in a bunch of different directions. One star uh, carrying and the movie. one big star who got it greenlit. Um, and yet this movie manages to work in ways that Alien Three just didn't. Now um, this movie has and a- and really as we said in Alien Three is, is is really the only thing is there hadn't been two other Constantine movies that this was a radical departure from it was really the that's the really the problem with Alien Three. So he's kind of a supernatural James Bond right here, but he's. A low like. rent one. He's yeah, a, he's yeah. a low rent. That's and, and something else. To well, because you don't need you don't need money to get these these relics and stuff. Yeah. You just need to know the weird arcana of what you're looking it's, for. Yeah, and something to something to bring up is that of course, a lot of people didn't like this who who would have been inclined to like it because this is based on a comic. Yeah. Um, but they the character has been changed in superficial ways from the comic, but in ways that people who love the comic were he was blonde and, he was blonde and british yeah he's a blonde british guy but but the character of who he is the fact that he's a douche the fact that he's he makes his actual living by um not necessarily even always genuine relics um he, he sells forgeries and and knowingly forgeries as often as he sells real ones um and and the whole fighting you can tell a, by the cross section yeah and the whole fighting of demons is just kind of a kind of a side thing that he's into um, and as this movie points out, he's not into it, and this is another why he's the anti-save the cat character. He's not saving the world from demons. He's trying to buy his way back to heaven. Right. Which he's be- trying to score points. Exactly. Yeah. Which becomes a is, is the plot point, and in the end is the ultimate uh, re- revelation of the plot point. Is the is at the end when he finally does make a legitimate self-sacrificing move is when God says, "Okay, you can <laughs> See, come that's in." That's how you do it. Yeah. Now I want to address this because for the first time I, I, that I can remember, we're actually saying this movie's amazingly good. Despite its very low Rotten Tomatoes rating, so I want to get your your feedback on this. It has a forty six on the tomato meter right now, and the consensus is despite I don't think solid that's going to change either. No, <laughs> I don't think so. It's been no. a while now. It's kind of just locked there. Despite solid production values and an intriguing premise, Constantine lacks the focus of another spiritual shoot 'em up. Shoot 'em up, The Matrix. Uh, lacks well, who the said focus. That? It's, it's kind of important to know who said these things. Well, that's no, the, that's, that's the, the consensus. consensus that they write on Rotten Tomatoes. Oh, that's, based that's on, based on all the reviews. Yeah. Yeah. I, okay. I, 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 I can, I can see how it says it lacks the focus because it doesn't explain as much to you as the Matrix. Even the Matrix yeah, does. Well, the Matrix has way too much focus. I think, I think that's, I think that's the problem. Is they saw Keanu Reeves, they saw action, and they went, "Oh, it's the Matrix it's with the Matrix, Jesus." But I don't right, get it. Right, and right. it's not the Matrix yeah, at all. It's really not. It's, it's no, it's not a similar movie at all. I think this movie has tremendous amounts of focus and a very, very clear premise and a very clear. 
I think so too. It's just not readily apparent on the first viewing, and you might have especially to go back. if you're expecting the Matrix. Exactly. You know. Yeah, especially if you have a, a conception already loaded in your head. You need to get it reloaded. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> oh, comedy. Now, uh, someone punch me in the throat. I, I deserve I'll, it. I'll, I'll make a note. <laughs> now, t- another uh, amazing bit of casting, Tilda Swinton. Um, oh, yeah. Tilda Swinton, who who is not, this is not the first androgynous <laughs> character she played. She, I believe she was nominated for an Oscar for her role in Orlando, where she plays a character who's a, a man who becomes a woman and turns back and forth from a man to a woman. So it's it's not exactly a... Chloe said she's the perfect amalgam of beautiful and weird. Yeah. yeah. And she really is, uh, Tilda Swinton has showed up in more than one movie where it wasn't until the... She could play like a gray alien with yeah. like no makeup. Exactly. It wasn't until, it <laughs> Dude, wasn't, come on. Well, she, she kind of, at the That's end of this... a person with feelings. She's like, pretty. At the I'm end of this saying, movie, she kind of looks... In a weird exactly, way. She does look like a gray alien. Yeah. She actually does look like a, a fall, she's a fallen angel at the end of this movie. Um, I think she looks like Conan. Yeah, that too. It's kind of creepy, that too. But um, she's she's really, and I have, haven't have seen that much of her work, but she is really an amazing actor. Everything I've seen her in, half the time, I didn't know it was her until the end credits. It wasn't like, oh, look, Tilda Swinton's in this. This one, you can recognize her, but she was in, for example, um, the Bill Murray movie Broken Broken Flowers, something like that. Oh, yeah, yeah. Broken yeah. Flowers. She plays Flowers. this like trailer trash chick. That I was like, wow, that actress is spectacular. Oh. And it wasn't until the end credits, like, that was freaking Tilda Swinton in that role. I had wow. no idea that's who that was. She completely disappeared into that role. She's, she's really quite good. This, this, is a, this, this movie has a weird spirit comedy brother in Dogma, you know? We're talking about, like, the, you know, the, what, what, you, what you can do to sort of in, jinx, in terms of jinx, this, jinx this movie is competently made. Well, yeah, well, no, hey, but like, in, fine. I think Dogma is, Dogma is a piece of dogma. Uh, it's a Kevin Smith movie, and he's not a good director. No, I think it's his best movie. Well, uh, yeah, but uh, that doesn't disagree with what I just said. Don't, yeah, I think those both can exist peacefully. Uh, but in, in terms of the ways you can trick yourself around the dogmatic structure of the cath- of Catholicism and what the like, the angels are, are jealous of the humans and that whole thing. Now, this is a bit of an as you know scene right here, but it's done. There is an extra I, I, layer of how justification How so? I mean, part. where is that? He, I mean, she's... Well, she she's, says flat out, I've told you this, you know, how many times before yeah. I've It's true, but he's there, beca- but, but the but fact I, that right. he's there is that he doesn't get it. Right, he, no, yeah, I'm yeah. great. I'm not... Yeah. yeah. And it's, 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 it's a cleverly well. disguised, as you know, scene, yeah. and we had to have a few, but uh, but it is at least phrased in a sense I think of, this is the closest you get to the no-no, as you know, kind of yeah, scene, it does. but it still has a, it's, a justification. It's up there with It's up there with the unobtainium, like, yeah, it's like, well, let me remind you of the thing you're... Well, I think that scene in Avatar is... Yeah. Less, 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 less well less, handled. Yes, they, they, well handled. I'll give you that. It did basically, I mean, we said before that, that it's a familiar mythology to a lot of people, but you do have to clarify which, yeah, which, version. which version of the mythology right, you're true. dealing with. So yeah. that's what we're getting with this and, scene right and here. This, in this movie, they're doing the Catholic mythology, yeah. which is <laughs> well, yeah. a very hard line. Well, who has ever done a religious like film or story Methodists. based on like Methodists? Yeah, exactly. Well, <laughs> or because any of the, the Protestant sects. Because there's no rules. Yeah. Your Methodists are, are much more liberal about things. Yeah. They're like, well, if you if you a good enough person, you don't even have to really. And they yeah. actually they actually play very. Do you have to go to church? Nah, you know. Nah, just, it's all I mean, we have person. donuts though, yeah. so you might consider it. They actually play rather directly into that theme of which version and which this. I do when, like when that they, when they yeah. say twenty first <laughs> Corinthians, yeah. and she's like, uh, Corinthians only goes up to seventeenth, yeah. and he's like, the yeah. Bible in hell goes the up Bible to twenty first. And she and she throws it off. She's just like, oh, there's a Bible in hell. What the hell? But at yeah. the time, I, at that point, I'm going. 
oh my god, there's a proper Bible that they're adhering to in heaven and hell, and we're just fucking it up. And we're missing the important parts. And that's true. I mean, in a sense. Some some asshole cut out the part that we really need to know. And and, and Catholics know about this. It's called the Apocrypha. It's called the the, the Apocrypha, which is the parts of the Bible that someone centuries ago said, we don't, that's not really the Bible. We leave that part out. Extra Gospels, extra pieces of Gospels. That doesn't match our uh, predetermined narrative. Really, it was was Fox News way back then. The the canonical council was... was, uh, of Fox News. Yeah. So here's 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 Constantine refusing to save the cat again. Like, <laughs> oh, by the way, I have a taxi cab, and you can just stand in the rain. Biatch. See ya. <laughs> so there's a love story again. They're off to such a rocky start. But he is going to save her sister from hell. So chicks love that. By this the way, this is kind of weird. He's yeah. uh, surfing the ether. He's a program, man. It's the Matrix. Yeah. All his, right. That's uh, you know. Get the guy mo- who can do the weird eye thing. Get him. This movie is so internally consistent with everything else it has set up that even though this kind of pops up and never really shows up again, I'm willing it to give it to it him. Shows up in the in the liquor store. That's and a different well, expression. No, yeah, he's, he's, I mean, this specific power. Obviously, this guy can yeah, do yeah, things yeah. that nobody he's just, else he's can. He's just he's kind of absorbing. Keanu, well, he's in the ether. That's his. Yeah, whole the thing. setup is that Keanu asks him to. I need you to surf the ether, which this guy doesn't want to do. Um, and that's what he's doing. But again, right, you're right. right. They, they don't explain the mechanics of what that even means. It just gets us to the next story point. Right. Now we're at the security camera scene, and the first time I watched this, and she turns and she like, it's a windy fucking day, and you hear her say, "Constantine," and I was like, "Oh, they're gonna blow this. The logic of this is gonna fall apart." <laughs> and then, and then she turned... rewinds it, plays it again, and she just looks at the camera, doesn't say anything. Yeah. And way that... more technologically logical. Way more creepy. And that's when you realize, good call. And that's when you realized, oh my god, this movie's smarter than I am. She she and pressed that's... the go back to the beginning button, not the rewind button. Just then, I yeah. did notice oh, that. Last yeah. night. <laughs> exactly. I was oh, that, that just reverses it, everything. I just yeah. it, it cracks me up. It yeah, does, fuck it does, them and their technological. It does crack me logic. up that this is so clearly a QuickTime player. It's like yeah. apparently the hospital uses a QuickTime player. Well, to they probably just gave her like an MP. They gave her a disc. There. Yeah, here you go. If you want to watch your sister's suicide, you here you go. We got it on disc for you. Between you can put it on. It's Sorensen three. I hope you have that codec. Otherwise, you won't be able to see your sister off herself. You can play it on loop, and you can also yeah. set it to loop back and forth. So if you want a happy ending, just, <laughs> just have it loop backwards. <laughs> Look, oh, my sister back. can fly. Oh, look, she's an angel flying to the top I'll of the building. You, I'll bet you could find more examples. But between this and Jurassic Park, QuickTime in movies has a pretty tenuous history. Yeah. yeah. Well, this is better than in Jurassic Park, where it's supposed I to be a I think you mean sketchy, feet. not tenuous, That's, but yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. I don't know words. <laughs> words are not, my friend. Girl, girl sideburns never work for me. Mm. I'm sorry. I, I, oh, here comes Vermin the, 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 the Nice, the nice little subtle cross there. Yeah. Let's go check it out. At the gas station. Yeah, Vermin Man. And again, if you've watched the special features, which you have, they talk about the trials and tribulations of the Vermin Man mm-hmm. sequence, which still is kind of an out-of-nowhere scene. That yeah. Also Unbelievably but, complicated. But, but it's very is, cool. The thing is, when you watch a movie like this, I mean, the same with the ether and stuff, There's a lo- it gets away with a lot because you're like, all right. It's a Wonderland. Just, yeah. Exactly. It's a Wonderland type of movie, and you're like, all right, he's being attacked by fucking a bug man now. And it's still, That's and it's, how this works, obviously. They still integrate it in the sense that this is yet another indication to him like things something really spinning out of control yeah. right now because this normally doesn't happen you know you might see these guys around but he's not going to come and make oh, a play except, for me on the street except the crabs he's yeah. like we saw the again? bird the rat and the crab yeah. and now we get verman snakes and he's and his coat is a cloud of termites oh fuck cloud of wings. he's actually a, a lot of different things that, but, his, yeah. but his coat, his, coat, cloak, coat. his cloak is actually they a cluster of termites yeah. so many expressions for this thing <laughs> Yeah, it's if you have the special feature disc, yeah, the 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 difficulty of creating Vermin Man is uh, gone into a great detail, as you can imagine. 
and, and, and one, one I thing actually, I didn't notice, but they brought it up in the special features, and now I appreciate it. Remember, this is the take that Keanu did without the stunt guy fighting him. Right. But he communicates his weight perfectly. Oh, yeah. Like, he gets slammed down into the ground. He doesn't just fall into the ground. Like, one thing his they, arm smashes into the ground. Really one hard. thing they yeah. point out in the behind the scenes that they always did a take with a stunt guy in a, in a, in a uh, kind of a rubber suit that they never planned on using. But they had the guy there in kind of a rubber suit to do a take with Keanu so Keanu could act it out with an act with the actual weight and everything there yeah. and then they would do a second take where that guy wasn't there and in a very few scenes the guy is there and the, when he's in the deep background he's actually in a in a in, he's real and he's the guy and weirdly enough uh the the fella in the practice Capital records in the practice suit was a guy named larry cedar who's been a monster suit guy for 20 years he he was the monster on the wing in uh the uh, twilight zone movie with uh um, John Lithgow. Lithgow, and he's 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 in many movies. He's been like a monster suit guy. He's still he's just that's one of the things people. He's an actor too. You see him in, in as himself too. But for whatever reason, he's a monster suit guy as well. Brian, I think we shot lights on this particular street. It could be very this, well. is, this is Hollywood, isn't it? It's this right is, next to very Capitol. Hollywood. Very Hollywood. Yeah, we shot. A, we did a shot at Capitol. If you, if you went right up that road, yeah, that would be. It's on the down in front farms and creations. Go look at just it. off of Highland. It's another great example of a I love the of fucking a, a scene. Or, uh, yeah, well, a, a, a scene that a scene that doesn't explain what's going on, but you instantly get it as soon as they show it to yeah. you. It doesn't yeah. need any explanation. You like you have to have you have to be able to see to to get past this guy. Mm. You have to have the sight. course it is. I love this right, right here. Just, <laughs> just checking. Just testing. <laughs> just testing. Yeah. It. And that's definitely a that shy on like, take four. That going, feels like a shy taking a, taking a shot. Yeah. I know it doesn't happen this way. He probably talked it over, but I like to think that they were just running like the end of one take and then shy was just like. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. The guy Before was they like, called oh, what, cut. What, what? Before testing. they called cut, he was just trying I wish something. it worked. I, I'm sure it didn't, but I like to think it did. Now this, again, if you watch the special features, um, uh, a, a lovely actress who we love because she was so awesome in um, uh, that movie that we like. Uh, <laughs> I can't think of the name <laughs> of uh, Michelle Monaghan. Um, kiss kiss bang kiss bang. kiss bang bang. Uh, which she wanted is that to do. The, is that her? It, well, she used to be in this movie and and was cut <laughs> out. Oh, she uh, she's only in one shot at the very end. Uh, mm. She uh, but she had an, there was an entire subplot involving her and she was in this scene and she's been cut out and she was in another scene and she's been cut out and there's only one shot of her left and it's the in the uh, uh, sprinkler scene. Um, when she screams holy water she doesn't even oh. scream it she just, she just says holy water oh. Um, oh is that her that's Michelle Monaghan wow uh, who used to be a co-star of this movie but was cut out that's a bummer for her yeah, she got kiss kiss bang bang exactly and then later I think another Shire project She's, was she yeah. an eagle eye something like that I think yeah. it was an eagle eye but uh, never saw. Uh, she was. Uh, it's worth working out on the special features because it's it's a fun scene. Uh, but the director explains why they cut it out. The idea is uh, Michelle Monaghan was yet another half breed. She was a, a fallen a demon who lives on our on our plane, um, and is actually uh, Keanu's uh, girlfriend is too strong a word. But uh, you know his uh, his uh, demon fr- with benefits. His friend with benefits. <laughs> his demon friend with benefits. And uh, there's a scene of him having just uh, you know spent the night with her. And uh, kind of explaining his situation, and and uh, they they surreptitiously she's she's sitting there they're in a hotel room and under silk sheets, and she's like being all seductive and beautiful, and there's an unseen um, her tail is agitating the seats the sheets under the bed, um, and she's like they've just had sex, but she's teasing him because this is so awesome that's that and they really reiterates the key plot point that you know the devil always said that you're the one soul he's going to come to collect in person and brought that up again. I just love the idea that even in the Which demon they world, just said here. even yeah. in the demon world, there's yeah. that one deeply fucked up chick that would have dated Marilyn Manson if only she was a human. Yeah. Like, she's the chick who's like, fucking, I'm nailing the yeah. exorcist. Yeah, that's right. But the, And the reason... And <laughs> she's so screwed up. The reason that's they, kinky. They just, that's real kinky. Yeah, the reason they justify taking kinky. her out is because 
it 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 broke the whole mood they were trying to dispel that Keanu, that Keanu's character, that Constantine is is has no one to turn to. Is a loner. That he's a loner. That he you know he. It made sense in a certain way that he you know if he's gonna like have a demon with benefits, it would be a demon. That he was like because this is at least someone he can relate to, you know, right. in, in a strange way. But it just it felt wrong when they assembled the movie, and so they took her out. Now this uh, Jaiman Hansu, um, who uh, we all remember from Amistad, as the the noble slave. Um, <laughs> the noble suffering slave the way black people are supposed to be uh, this he's great in this you know what's interesting I didn't he's notice so this so solid in this usually we need like a secondary character to always call out the, uh, the hanging lanterns and shit like that uh, in this movie it's actually the protagonist it's fucking Constantine is always like that's <laughs> bullshit that's hypocritical <laughs> yeah, bullshit that makes no sense what you just said it's very cool. It's like he's Han Solo. The lead character is Han Solo. The lead character is Han Solo in his own movie. I know. And here's, uh, what's his fellow's name? Gavin. He, he doesn't know how to say glycerin. That's all I know. Gavin something. Gavin Rossdale. Gavin Rossdale. By a, the way, Gavin Rossdale might be the most preppy name ever created by really human speech. <laughs> really is. And he's a musician, n'est-ce pas? Uh, Bush. We. Oui. He's in, and he's... Uh, Gwen Stefani. And he's married to Gwen Stefani. From No Doubt. There you go. Who was uh, apparently directed in many music videos by the director of this film, Whose name I've already forgotten. Francis, Francis, Lawrence. Francis Lawrence. Lawrence. That's what it was. Francis Lawrence Stefani Weiss. Weiss. What? I'm very confused now. You heard me. I love the portrayal of the glowing eyes because they could have gone really easy with it, but instead it actually looks like a retina that's catching light yeah. as opposed to just glowing dots. And I believe it is a post effect. Back in back in the Pet Cemetery two days, we actually had to do it with a beam splitter, but I think they're doing it as a post. Because in the in the raw footage you see in the making of, the, the red lights aren't there. So I think there is a post effect. Now, you, there's so many times in this movie, once in the car when it was raining, once right here, where you could just easily cut into the Matrix. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> He's heading into the Matrix now. I'm sure you could probably lift... You could take the Matrix and take this movie, it slice them together in some sort of weird mashup thing, and you would never be able to. You tell could do a Keanu yeah. sessions. This yeah. the, now here we go. Here, if, if there's ever a non save the cat moment, here it comes. It's like he's not going to save the cat. He's going to be deliberately cruel to one. Like, yeah, screw you, spider. I just met. <laughs> Aww. And because the spider doesn't move after this point, you think he died. No, mm-hmm. no, she's Rachel yeah. saves the cat because she's going to come well, save no, but it. Look, we're just like staring at this like yeah. totally. He just suffocated the spider. Yeah, but she comes in and he starts moving around and stuff. Yeah, and then and then Rachel shows that she's the nice character because she's going to save the spider. She's even nice to spiders. That's what a good Catholic girl she is. <laughs> Thank you for that atmospheric keyboard. Keyboard, keyboard cat, cat adds cat. tension. Speaking of cats, <laughs> kick the cat. Yep. Yeah, Someone, that cat does not need to be saved. You need to be saved oh, from that cat. Tesla. So here's Rachel. By the way, I'm also. Oh, we're a, gonna I'm we're gonna cop. pull rank like that. Yeah, huh? <laughs> she's like, yeah, I actually want to ask you some questions. You got a warrant? <laughs> yeah. Why don't they just put that on every door? Or why don't you put a demon in a room with four doors that have that on it, and then the demon can't leave? Well, it's it's well, the uh, demons get into people. Yeah. Like, well, yeah, but why is it? It's on one like, of the many things. It's, it's like there's no wa- telling what that charm is supposed to repel because yeah. Constantine deals with a lot of stuff. Yeah. So you know that's not going to be that's not the universal you can't come in charm. <laughs> that's the one thing can't come yeah. in charm. Yeah. Yeah. That that keeps out the werewolves, which never show up in this movie or whatever the heck he deals with. So here again, he's you know. Talk about the refusal of the call. Good Lord. I mean, you know, he, here's this woman who's like pouring her heart out. My sister's committed suicide. And he's like, wow, that sucks to be you. Too bad she was crazy. Yeah. She's in hell, you know? She's burning in hell forever. <laughs> Them, them's the rules. I should know. Have a nice yeah. day. I was like, damn. 
again, it's like this, it, so rarely does a movie have the guts to like, here's a character who really knows what's up. And when you really know what's up, you really don't give a shit anymore. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, we're all screwed. I'm the one who knows that. I'm sorry if you haven't absorbed that message yet, but welcome to the world. But now, see, how does this work according to the rules of... Brian, you went to Catholic school, right? Forever and ever? Well, the fact that she wasn't really committing suicide, she was driven to it by... But still, she she did it. You're supposed to weather the storm, yeah, aren't you? She did you're it. Supposed to, uh, you're, you're supposed to. You would think that you would think it's all about. Isn't that whole in the whole Catholic message like you know temptations everywhere, and if you take it, that's it. That's the ball yeah, game. You're, you're, I was gonna. I was your gonna faith ask is you. supposed to uh, to See you be the, the talisman yeah. against. How it, do you basically. get into heaven according to Catholic mythology, uh, dogmology? You have to religiosity. You have to be forgiven for your sins by. Well, so you're forgiven, so you, you keep doing confessionals until the day you die, you're okay? Yeah. 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 They, they, oh, it's a whole complicated thing because there are, there are mortal sins and there are venal sins. Mortal sins you yeah. can't really be forgiven for. Venal sins you can. Yeah. Um, one of the mortal sins being suicide. One of the mortal yeah. sins yeah. being yeah. suicide. And murder, murder, murder is another one. You do get a, a, a bump for self-defense murder, though. Sure. Um, now, are well, the, are the seven deadly sins related they, to the mortal sins? They like to make a difference between murder and killing. They, they've uh, a True. lot of them. A lot of them say yeah. it's actually thou shalt not murder because there are reasons to kill sometimes Absolutely. in self defense. Yeah. If the sure. Bible tells yeah. us anything, so, it's like killing is yeah. perfectly okay <laughs> depending on. Are the uh, seven deadly sins mortal sins or no? Because um, that's just like shit like gluttony and lethargy and shit like that. I think those are separate technically. Okay. Yeah. So Although they may sloth, have been, I, th- I think they may have been pulled into the mortal sins category. Actually, sometime in the last like sixty or eighty yeah. years. But yeah. that's <laughs> that is why you go to confessional is so the priest can forgive you and give you absolution for your sins. That's also the purpose behind last rites when a yeah. priest says last rites over you they're it's forgiving the, you for all your sins so you'll get into heaven it's the get out of jail free card at the last minute that you yeah. play like boom done does, I'm that, in. does that work after you die according to them it has the to be right before technically okay. it has so, to be right before you die and you better not think any sinful thoughts between that moment yeah, and, the and you moment still you die. and you still don't actually get to go straight well you do now because you, they you got they, to do some time in limbo well no they did they, away they with eliminated purgatory. limbo that's they, right. eliminated they, they limbo. got away with yeah. and um, also limbo i think they yeah purgatory limbo and limbo were both out um yeah. oh uh, i didn't realize thanks purgatory to, uh, was out. uh yeah benedict was like yeah we're getting rid of that is that vatican ii uh huh no i thought it was more recent than that vatican ii the 60s reformation that they did yeah the mass is no longer in latin and Buddy Pope Christ. Benedict is like, fuck you. We're going back to Latin and there's no purgatory. You just go straight to hell. And, and by the, the way, I love little boys. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I love little Not, boys. They, they make, make me, me feel, feel so good. good. <laughs> Nazis and little boys. Yeah. Love each and every one yeah. of them. Big on oh, yeah. those. Um, in his defense, everyone was a Nazi when he was five in Germany. I'm just here's saying. A, yeah. here's yet another, everyone was. Here's yet another the unexplained <laughs> thing. Which is fine because for some crazy reason it works. And then I'm not talking about the appearance of the Seplovites, which are the winged demons here. Uh-huh. With no legs. Yeah, like th- their these, legs are torn These off. have no legs. They have no brains and no legs. It's not like they don't have legs. But it's it, like they had legs and they were ripped see, off. See, the thing drawn. the thing here is like, again, it's you don't need to really understand what's going on. It's yeah. like the one thing that's not turning off is the religious yeah. iconography. So obviously this is not a blackout. Yeah, exactly. This is something that just can't touch and that. I like this little move here where she pops her gun and he just very calmly says, that's really not going to help. Yeah. Uh, I, I also again, it's like he he knows the he knows the drill. But what what I'm talking about is what's not explained. Although it's it's it was actually explained um, and was just cut for time. Um, is what he's wrapping around his hand. It's a piece of Moses's shroud. Yeah, oh. is uh, is a from a cut scene. I also um, love the line where he's like, "Close your eyes." She's like, "Why?" He's like, "All right, fine, do <laughs> yes, yourself." Right, yes, <laughs> I really don't have time to explain why. <laughs> yeah, it take we'd be here all day if I told you why. 
Volumetrics. Yeah. Anyway. Here's another thing they, they volumetric point, demons. They, yeah. They point out in the in the in the discussions of the movie is that uh, this the other little hint that this scene is giving you is, uh, unfortunately for Constantine, after you vanquish a demon, there's no there's no evidence left over. Yeah. They, they're just gone. It's they just go back to wherever they came from, and he he has no evidence that it ever happened. Now this part of town is the historic core district. FYI. <laughs> Don't know if that matters. Just Which, saying. You know, I've I've been in all of, in many places around Los Angeles in, in the couple of years I've lived here now. Never seen anything like that happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got to be out. It's like three in the morning is when that stuff oh, goes down. Right. What you much. need is a trench God coach. only comes out at three o'clock in the morning. I guess <laughs> it's really complicated. Well, it comes out yeah. in daytime for the Japanese though, because of the time difference. I oh. think is what he was doing. Now. But you mean oh, the Japanese in Japan, not the Japanese not living the Japanese. in Los Angeles. <laughs> that's what right? Not people who are just ethnically Japanese. No, not in like Japantown. Okay. okay. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. That's what I thought at first. I was a little Wait, confused. maybe that's why he comes out at three in the morning. He's, he's there for the Jap- like Chinatown and Japantown. They're fine. What about, Town? what about people who Australia? work at Australia night Town? and so sleep during the day? Yeah. So here's that apartment building that's right next to the, the, the Santa Monica Freeway. Wait a minute. There is no apartment building next to the Santa Monica Freeway like that. Well, Santa Monica is the 405. That was, that that was, was the, the 101. 101, yeah. It was, you're right, it's the 101. Uh, well, actually, yeah. so there. That li- well, in the, in the story, it's the 101. It actually is the Santa Monica Freeway right. in, uh, that they, they used They just plate. dropped the Capitol yeah, building. But, the, but the whole point of it is later when uh, Keanu takes his walk in hell, which he's about to do, he, he takes a stroll down the 101 yeah. into Hollywood. Before I moved here and I saw, I think it was the day after tomorrow, and there's a tornado that hits Capitol Records, I thought, shit, that's huge. Capitol Records building, that little it's round a, building. It's kind of big. a small it's building. A it's not really yeah, big. It's not like eight big. stories. It's just like, nah, it's a circle. It's yeah. cool. It's got a spike on the top. I mean, it's a building, so it's the size of a building. <laughs> but it's not a huge business. It's not a skyscraper. Yeah, it's not the... It's not the well, uh, which one is it now? The the, the, the one they the, blew up in Independence Day for Los Angeles. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, well, now it's a... Now Citibank it's a, Tower. Now it's a, is what, it Citibank? It's either Citibank uh, or it's a Chase. Now it's owned by Chase. Oh, right. what, uh, but I think it's maybe... Something. I don't know. It's traded yeah, hands so many you're talking times about the, You're talking about then, the, yeah. the turquoise one with the circular, circular yeah. column yeah. on the The one top, that yeah. looks sort of like the Quay Tower in, yeah. in San Francisco. Same still, kind of top Still to the it. tallest building west of the Mississippi, I think, that one is. That and Matt Link Hingstman. Yes. Now, here's a scene where... What, what Constantine's like, I refuse to explain what I'm doing, just veers into complete insanity. I'm <laughs> like, trust me, even if I tried to explain this shit, you would not believe me. So I'm not going to try. And I love their portrayal of um, the, the visual cue that when time stops, he's gone. someone has gone to hell. Uh-huh. And it happens. Someone has crossed over. Like they, yeah. they establish it once. I, it's not quite a footprint in the snow. It's just sort of it's, it's explaining its rules to you. But the, the visual, the iconography of time stops for a second... Yeah. Gone f- back, real which fast. in it, which and in it, it happens in the tub later, and it's perfect. Yeah. Well, which in a surreptitious way is telling you how hell is eternal because yeah. it's like you're experiencing it in real time, and it's not time is frozen back on Earth. That's why. That's why. And hell he says, is "I spent two minutes in hell," and he just says, yeah. "Trust me, it's a lifetime." Yeah. yeah, yeah. If he's only gone for a split second, and he's able to do like five minutes worth of stuff, you know, right. just imagine. I do love the fact that he has to look into a cat's eyes to go to hell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this well, whole sequence, they're this, like half in and half out anyway. Yeah. The, yeah. yeah, this sequence takes a dip into like the the darkly comedic absurd. Yeah. Well, it yeah. also has sort of a reference to the Egyptian thing where it's like cats are gods. Right. Yeah, definitely, you know, the Wait, cat, cats were vengeful gods though. I think to cats them. They is, were they cats were, is a religious bizarre. I mean, a lot of religions have cats as being part of it, you know, witchcraft yeah. and everything else. So here we go. And this is just 
the coolest movie depiction of hell I, I think I've ever seen. And always and always the uh, the casual Keanu like, yeah, oh, what's that out there? Uh, hell? Well, he's been here like <laughs> half a dozen times now. And so you know, much know that now he, com- es- he commutes now. He's essentially uh, yeah commuting down the four hundred five yeah. on uh, an effects level. That's fine for him because he doesn't have much hair. But when Mrs. Rachel comes down here, yeah. with all that fucking hair, it's just like it's oh, crazy. I, don't, I don't want to key that. Because her hair is like two feet long and just flapping. It's like, flailing oh. and flapping. Oh, it's yeah. so cool. This was like a mix of practicals and it's just... Every, yeah, no, I, I'm pretty sure the they shot this during my morning commute because yeah, this is much. about what it <laughs> looks yeah. and feels like. Now, the uh, the cars the cars he's walking past are all real. They're, they're, the, the effect on them is all yeah, effect, the, the but the cars themselves are real. Yeah. They, they're just there. They built these three, four lanes of, of bizarre cars and that's the set. But yeah, if you know Los Angeles, nice. that's Los Angeles. Yeah, yep. <laughs> that's that's heading for downtown. That's the 101 at five o'clock in the evening. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much, yeah. On a, on a, on a, on July, in July, it looks yeah. like July. Yeah. yeah, pretty much July during the Santa Anas. Yeah, pretty much. See, there was Zion, another cut. Yeah, that was make. Zion. That was Zion when the that's party real. goes wrong. This is a puppet. Yeah, yeah. Okay. They did build one puppet. Yeah, and used him for a couple of shots. Where was that guy? He was waiting yeah. for traffic to ease up a little bit. That's the guy who says, I'm just going to stay in the car and this traffic's going to clear one of these days. <laughs> I want to sure. see a demon on a motorcycle just going, mm-hmm. I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Hey, slow down there, Constantine. So when I, when I first saw this movie, actually, even though I didn't know for sure when I saw this movie, I knew that Tippett had worked on it. But uh, when I saw this movie and I saw this sequence, I was like, oh, this is a Tippett sequence. And it's, it's because of the creatures. It's like, since I know so well the Tippett style of creature the theory of creature animation i could just this well, get, what what like cued you in uh, it's just it's what, just, what cued you in it's 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 hard to verbalize but it's just the fact the character of how these are moving i'm like oh this is so very very tippet this is a this is just tippet theology of how you know how you animate creatures <laughs> well what would tippet I'm assuming you mean, in this case, specifically Phil. What, well, would, what would he look at and say, that should be like this? It's driven by Phil, but by this point, he might not have been as hands-on, but he, he would have you know passed along his, his, his theology to other people, just the way he did to me. Um, but, uh, what Phil, error, well, errors Phil, would he have saw and said? Phil, no, like one this. of the things Phil likes to, likes to incorporate is, um, is a sense of movements come from there's a reason for them. It's like, you know, if a creature goes, yay, and does a strange pose, it's like, well, why does that creature make that pose? Why does it do it? What does it do that for? What causes it to do that? Um, you know, Phil, Phil's the kind of guy who, when he makes a monster, it's like a note that doesn't work for Phil. Is well, just make it look scary. You know, because Phil will say, well, we have to figure out what makes it look scary, and then we have to figure out why it's doing the thing yeah, that what's makes scary it look scary. It? Um, and, but he's more driven from and motivation. Why would, why, why would a real character do yeah, that? Why would that thing do that that yeah. makes it look scary to us? And what are the things that make something look scary? Um, so, in, like, for example, in Troopers, we used, you know, we had to invent these, these completely fictional bugs, but we had to study real predators to kind of figure out what characteristics they had that, that well what about a predator makes you go oh shit it's coming toward me and I'm, I'm scared of that um, you know what are, this, what are the visual hints and cues and the other thing is and you can see it if you look through the sequences um, Phil also is very uh, is, is one of his things and it's, it's served me well ever since is that you know life is random and, and weird things happen so at the same time you're, you're need to convey intent and focus as to what these creatures are doing and what they're trying to do there's going to be the one who slips and misses his footing and there's going to be the one that kind of like you know does a awkward move and kind of bangs his head on it on something as he walks by these little random things that 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 add character to to especially a group of critters where there's going to be the one who's not you know that poor guy i don't think he's ever going to catch any damn soul (laughs) (laughs) that guy 
Oh, Toby's never caught a single damn soul in 500 billion years, that poor guy. Because he's the worst demon of all. He's the littlest, clumsiest demon. <laughs> um, just these little quirky character things, and that's all over Starship Troopers as well. I, I could see it in those in the, in the hell demons here. They mentioned, by the way, that the steam coming off this guy is the guy steaming. <laughs> that's, that's I was going to say, effect. I was about to raise that question. It's is not the, an effect. Okay, is the idea... The, the room is chilled, and they just... It was a hot summer day when they shot it, and they realized that when the guy would hang out outside until they called him to the set, and he would walk in, and he would just start steaming because he was a big, heavy <laughs> guy sitting in the sun, and they started to use that. They, you know, they'd have him like go outside and run a couple of quick you know, circles <laughs> and come running in, so he would steam. I was on a shoot one night, and it was pouring rain. It was probably 40 degrees up in the, up in the North North Valley, like you know really really cold and uh, i would there's stand, a, I would, a hint to what's coming because yeah. nothing came out and then it did when and then he it dropped did it. Right. this sequence here is i think phenomenal it's this great is, this Fini- is really finisher. amazing and i was really uh stunned and i don't know i i don't know how the hell they did it it's a uh, it, they were empty bottles and it's all digital liquid is that right yeah that they tried yeah you the can hell kind of, of tell uh, when the shot i think settled. it looks amazing see i yeah. would never you know i've never like freeze framed it to really study and then it. Uh, even when it's pouring that's, that's all digital that's digital so that's how they did it so he's just pantomiming with empty bottles yeah that are just plugged. Yeah. So, yeah, okay. And then that's digital. That's yeah. Brilliant. You can kind of tell barely, barely, barely at the end of the sequence uh, when the shot settles on the ground and you see it. Uh-huh. Um, but, yeah. Anyway, it's, Steam, it's, I'll finish up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And between takes, I would stand in front of the lights that were, like, sh- like lighting, like, the background. Like, they weren't part of the integral. Like, we, all right, we got to set this up here. Okay, you're there. Left, like, stuff that was just lighting up trees in the background. I would stand in front of them, and my jacket would steam like a motherfucker. <laughs> like, I would be standing there, and it, was, it would look like I was on fire. And people would be like, dude, dude, dude. I'd be like, it's all right, it's all right. And they'd be like, no, don't stand in front of the light, you fuckhead. No, they didn't say that. But it's, it's, and, and actually, it was the sweatshirt, and I've got burnt parts that are like crispy now because I didn't realize I was literally frying my jacket. Baking. But yeah, I remember being very impressed by this. And even in the theater, I'm like, how the fuck? How the hell? Are you and then I read it, I read about it in Cinefix. And uh, when when it was actually still cool to read, oh yeah, we use computers, but yeah. in a weird way that we haven't before. Well, because there's practical integration here. I mean, this that scene yeah. is you know it's it's just some great prop work, yeah. and then some just digital enhancement going on top, and that's what makes you it. can tell he's evil because he's drinking bottled water. Yeah. yeah, that's bad for the environment, Mister Half Breed. Good stuff. So he's drying out, and God is making all the fluids leave him. No, is that what's going no, on? No, what happened? No, he, why is he draining water? What happened is he just he, he just drank fifty gallons of alcohol. Everything and didn't that think he, he was drinking, everything he thought he wasn't drinking, he was actually drinking. And he, just, oh. he just drowned himself. himself. Oh, I didn't know alcohol. that. Yeah. yeah. Wait, how are we supposed to know that? Because only when you leave his POV, you you see that yeah. all the fluid was there that he didn't think was there. They they found uh, okay. a good young Keanu here. It too. really is. And they found a good teenage Keanu. Yeah. It's funny how they managed to cast him twice. Now here's the director admits this is his like cheap scare moment, but it works. Yeah. I bet in the theater that worked really well. So here, yeah. this is not an as-you-know scene because this is instead the opposite of the as-you-know scene. This is the, okay, you're the newcomer. Let me tell you how this works. And they get it over with in a fairly efficient way. And we're well into the movie. We're at yeah, 50 minutes exactly. in they've, before they've we're really quite some time out. to even yeah. give us this much information. Yeah. Great transition. Yep. And there you go. He, he died, and there he was for who knows how yeah. long. Until they brought him back. And this is also, I, I like the way that they, you know, very cleverly don't telegraph this when Gabriel says, and the reason you're going to hell is because of the life you took. And yeah, it wasn't until now that they revealed it was his own that yeah, they're talking yeah. about. 
You think he? You think that Gabriel Hishi is is saying the life you chose when he? No, no, is literally like, saying no. She's the it, life you. It took. seems like she's talking about that guy she, you killed. Yeah, that, right. some guy you killed. The life no you reason, took yeah. is you know you murdered someone and that's why you're going to hell. And it's like well he murdered. I himself. thought it just meant the life you chose. Yeah, like no, the life you took. Yeah. I'm like, mm. I can see that, but that's well. That's just yeah. I'm not I'm yeah. not making that up. That's yeah. just how I thought he what they thought yeah. what I thought she meant. Yeah. He it in wiki it says it it. Yeah, and angels. Angels have no gender. Her and uh, Metatron. God does for some reason, but yeah, <laughs> angels somehow. don't. Yeah. Yeah. But he likes to surround himself with androgynous things, which that's that's really his business. Yeah. This guy works at the liquor store down the street from me, so it's good to know that he's a <laughs> he's a half breed. But <laughs> the he's, question, he's, a, he's a good guy. Raymond. <laughs> you know, it is kind of bullshit because it's like so none of these none of these guys came and explained it to Constantine. Before he killed himself, just after, they're like, oh, yeah. yeah, all those fucked up things were happening because, you know, angels and demons and yada, yada, yada. Yeah, right, but right. we There's, didn't get around to telling you until yeah. now, but now you're damned. Yeah, but, you, but, now, now, you're but now it's too late. And but now, now, you're, you, now you're fucked. But at least you know. Yeah. At least you know you weren't crazy. But that's <laughs> You're just fucked. But that's totally, I mean, again, it's, that's how it as, goes, as, though. Yes, that's how Catholicism exactly, goes. Exactly, as, as so many of, uh, you know, these. these that's real, how a lot of the Bible stories go, too. These absolute religious stories. You know, my question is, like, you know, Job, you, 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 same you, thing, yeah. You can't go to heaven without accepting Jesus. It's like, well. There's like a guy on a Pacific island who died in 1817 who never heard of Jesus. You're saying he went to hell? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> is the answer. Yeah. And I'm like, well, that's a loophole that I think needs to be plugged. Well, that, that, that was the purpose behind having Limbo in the first place. It yeah. was for all yeah. the unbaptized babies. Didn't and didn't have a chance. Who never had a chance. Never the had the shot. Yeah. Which now that Limbo is gone, I wonder. Oh, because well, J- Benedict's just like, fuck them. Yeah. yeah. They had their shot. I'm still. They con- didn't, but fuck them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they didn't. That's why we created limo yeah. in the first place. But fuck them anyway. Yeah. yeah, I don't want to dwell on this, but I'm still confused about the alcohol thing. Why? Why? Okay. Why did he actually? They just explained drown himself in alcohol, and well, yeah. that's what they saw. I'm trying to figure out why he didn't see the alcohol he was drinking. Because there's some because reason. fucking Gavin Rossdale was walking. Demons, through fucking demons with like them. to fuck with your brain. Yeah, well, oh, because there it is. Okay, Keanu Reeves. That's ex- the part I was missing. Yeah, Keanu Reeves explains it in that moment. In I that thought he was coming to scene. kill him. No, no, no. Well, he's he just did, coming to fuck with him. He's, right. coming, he's coming to claim the soul. He tempted him to death yeah. like he did as, with fucking as, Isabel. As Keanu actually explained in the overlapping sequence, they can't actually do things. They can only push you in certain directions. Yeah. So, so Gavin Rossdale said, I'll just make him not know that he's drinking. Yeah. So but, the reason really he came to, to the liquor store was just because he got, he got really spooked in the morgue and he wanted to get a and drink. He wanted to get drink. hammered and, okay. then, and then he just freaked and out. Then he, and then he felt like he wasn't getting a drink, so he kept trying. And it, it wound up killing him because he was. Oh, okay, I totally missed to that, death. but that's yeah. cool. Yeah. Like the ending, it's it's something that, you know, I, I'm not sure I necessarily got all that the first time I watched it either. But There's it didn't, the uh, didn't 666, take... sort of, yeah. on the wall. That's a bowling hey, alley you don't want to hang out. That's a scary bowling alley. Now this is It was a rug of value. When we thought, when we thought it brought the whole bowling alley get it together. When we thought... Um, when we thought that uh, Keanu was kind of sad for living above a bowling alley, we didn't know where Beeman lived yet. <laughs> Beeman lived behind the lanes. I mean, that's pretty sad. But he's got it decorated kind of nice there. Yeah, another aspect I remember just Would that have been very hard to describe? Come on. Yeah. <laughs> I think you could have remembered that later. Yeah, so, so it looks like a crosshairs. Okay, I got it. He's He's got all those bottles uh, with something. We have no idea right. what they are, but still just a hint at uh, what this universe is. So wait, so... The guy that drowned himself in the liquor knew it was Mammon or whatever his name is uh, because he, he was telling Constantine, I'm going to die, but I'm going to hammer this symbol into my hand so you know. So he knew he was being fucked with. Yes. Well, he knew when, that, when did he learn he was being fucked with and go, oh, no, shit, he didn't know he was being fucked with. He saw the symbol of Mammon on the corpse of the girl. 
that's what freaked him out. Now it all makes sense. And that's he started right. falling down because he was dying. He didn't understand why, but he knew something was happening to him. And he, he knew somebody wasn't. somewhere was doing something to him. Yeah, he, so, yeah. so he knew he probably wasn't going to speak to Constantine yeah. again, so as, that's why as, he did yeah, that. As yeah. Keanu says, when they when you can see them, they can see you. And so he knows that much. Like, oh, I've, they've got their eye on me now, and I'm probably not going to make it through this. This I thought was a cool idea, that, uh, and as the, uh, the 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 window message, which is like okay, well that showed up that in an Encyclopedia Brown yeah. novel. It kind of does. Read. It seems like it, it would. It, it, it did. I remember that one. Um, and maybe that's where they got it from. They, I'm it, sure it's not. But they, I just I, re- I remember reading it in my childhood. You know, all these people are my but age. We, cool. we all read Encyclopedia Brown when we were in elementary school. We're, wow. I haven't thought about Encyclopedia <laughs> Brown. Yeah, and you know what's funny is that... <laughs> good stuff. I mean, There's Encyclopedia a, Brown I was like, you know, my first uh, adventure in critical thinking yeah, at the age of yeah. eight, you know? He, there was that in the original Scooby-Doo before they fucked it all up. There's a song that everyone has, uh, has covered called Bad Bad Leroy Brown, and that sure. always screwed me up because Encyclopedia's real first name is Leroy. So I was like, <laughs> "Are they? is this social commentary on the book? Why is he on the south side of Chicago? Did he grow up to be a bad man? Yeah. By the way, Jim Croce. I was a huge Jim Croce fan when I was a kid. And then he died in a plane crash, and I learned that life is fragile. Oh. <laughs> Trey, age eight, learns a valuable lesson. Yeah, I was pretty much embittered on life by, <laughs> at the age of eight because the bad, bad Leroy Brown guy just died in a plane crash. And had he died while he was purchasing a farm, you would have not known what to I would to have think. been really confused. He, he, he bought the farm. Oh, did but he then he died. No, he died. He bought the farm. What? Yeah. So here's some tough love from Constantine. Robin Williams walks in with a beard. <laughs> exactly. It's not your fault, not your Angela. Fault. I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> it's not your fault, Angela. <laughs> it's not your fault, Angela. Oh man, I I was expecting her to him to just fucking go Chinatown on her ass. Yeah. And <laughs> throw what her did she the, do? Throw her out the window. Constantine, you're wanted on the phone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's gonna be all right. <laughs> okay. The director mentions that uh, the original plan was uh, that. Uh, Angela carved the secret message on a tree in the grounds of the hospital, but uh, I think this is actually a better choice. This is actually, you know, more efficient certainly and cooler. Yeah, except uh, would, th- would this still I will be there? Yeah, I was going to say I'm like this isn't this is a this is a commentary on the uh, the hygiene of this hospital. If well, well, someone, Angela if, died yesterday, so it's not like you know it wasn't that long ago. Okay, but that's still a long time. <laughs> All right, fine. The, the, but, way, the but, way the but, shot but, set it up, I but, was kind of expecting... But Mexican shopkeepers with angel wings are cool with that. Yeah. That's all right. Well, you only get one piece of magic. <laughs> all right, fair enough. If this movie wants to make the magical window thing, fair it's a piece of magic. Okay, fair right. enough. It never bothered me. Here, here again is yet another... There's another um, one of those things that the movie... And I, I admit that I never understood it until I listened to the director's commentary. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, you know... It was one of the things that I was like, well, I don't get it, but it doesn't mean I hate this movie. Um, is this slime... Um, and, mm. uh, well, it's on the devil's feet too. Is exactly, the and the question is, but why? And the the issue is that it's like, well, it's also in the, the way tar, that in the way that maybe? water is the lubricant for for people from our plane. This slime is the lubricant if you're coming the other like direction, oil or something. Yeah, and mm. uh, and secondarily, it's like the reason the devil's feet. Uh, are covered with it is he can't just walk on the earth he has to stain it as he walks upon it he has to literally sort of lay down his own trail of 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 evil slime to be able to stand on the planet in a quickly edited draft he just peed on everything yeah exactly he just came in peeing but that would be the devil leaving evidence of his existence and we know that well i don't think we have i don't think we can dust for devil yeah we can't we can't (laughs) dust for the slime yeah we don't have like oh my god this is devil slime (laughs) this would this would be that would be the kind of thing where it 
you wouldn't be able to see it yeah. unless you had the sight. But, right, but right. you, would, I know, it would I make know. you feel even, weird. I tell you though, even as it is, forensics is gonna have some serious trouble figuring out what happened in that fucking <laughs> hydrotherapy room as it is. Because that place, I got, uh, I got burned up feathers. I don't know what to make of that. Someone was sacrificing pigeons in the hydrotherapy pool. Apparently, by the way, there's a crazy androgynous chick here with weird lumps in her back. Now, if this if this story does have a failing, what it just told us is that Mammon needs to inhabit a psychic. That's why Isabel was the thing, yep. and it needs help from God. That's why Gabriel's in this movie. Th- that's where they come from. Like I missed right. that the first time. Why are well, they no, important Gabriel, to the story? Well, they're no, they're the, the two things that allow Mammon to come in. No, the help from God is is the spear of destiny because the spear of destiny has the blood of Christ on it. Um, Gabriel's just the so Gabriel's just a douchebag. Gabriel's just Gabriel's the mastermind kind of, who says we can make this work. We I can, can I can turn this around. I've, I've got what we need to to do this to actually bring the prophecy true. When it turns out the spear of destiny has been found and everyone knows that and it's on its way to Los Angeles, that's when Gabriel goes, "Hot damn, time to move. Time to get my time to get the, me a psychic and we're good to go." Um, uh, yeah, nasty. Oh, and the way he doesn't beautifully blink. done. Yeah, that looks totally amazing. Yeah. Except for the fact that he doesn't blink, but that's nothing to do with the effect. That's just like, how could he do that and not blink? Right. But I, if this story does Sulfur. have a... Love it. If this story does have a failing, I would say that it's the fact that Mammon and the son of the devil is such a huge aspect of this story. It's the central prime mover of uh-huh. the story. And we're, what, an hour that's, in? That's what I'm saying. That's that's why like we get the whole plot. And then yeah. right at the end, it's like it all comes together in the last five minutes. Yeah. And it's like I kind of wanted the whole act of the movie. that, And it's a two-hour movie. So, yeah, you know, it's but, a sizable running time. Uh, but, but I would have... Respectable running time. I would have let, let the movie go on a little longer to have a, a third act where they're really dealing with Mammon and the whole thing. Right. Yeah, I kind of I like it this way, I though, because it gives it, sec- it, gives it second viewing Fight Club ability. I disagree. Usual, usual suspects ability. F- by the way, fun fact: uh, the, they'll tell you in the commentary that God Faith was just there at the location. They I believe that they didn't put it there because you see those billboards out oh, yeah. in the desert oh, yeah. all the time. They're still there, um, but they uh, they just happen to be there. And they're like, "Oh my God, <laughs> totally <laughs> shoot that! It's a sign." It is, in fact, it's a quite, sign. It, it, <laughs> yeah, well, I didn't mean, dude. It, I didn't mean, I, li- I lived. I didn't mean the... it was a mystical sign from God. Yeah, it's I, a billboard. That's bullshit. Yeah, I was saying that's a sign because <laughs> that's, that's what that was. Trey's from Tennessee. I've lived in Tennessee, Mississippi, Arkansas, Florida. Fucking, I've seen some cr- d- deeply oh, yeah. upsetting billboards. Yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. God, dude. God, fucking, God's God's faith is mild. They'll they'll buy like six billboards in a row and say God lives, Jesus wants you, oh, you the devil s- will take you, and you're going hell to is, hell, and you're going to hell. Like oh. Oh, you can see those on the way to to Vegas. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Those are on the 15th. And a, that's a appropriate. Yeah. <laughs> Very appropriate. Well, you know, it's Sin City, so exactly. they're trying to get you. Think about this. Are those jugs of holy water? Is that the idea? I don't know. I, I was thinking. Yeah. He's carrying around little holy holy grenades where it's holy just a grenades. Yeah, yeah, it's like a Christmas ornament filled with holy water or oh, baptized water. A holy hand grenade. Yeah. Of Antioch. Neither shalt thou count four. So I, I would <laughs> assume five is right out. Are... <laughs> you know, it's funny. You could well be right. I always just kind of assume that you know the bowling alley stores their water jugs uh-huh. you know, up in his apartment because it's part of the bowling alley. I would. I would. If I were him, I would be doing exactly that. I would be getting arrowhead jugs and blessing the shit just out of them. Yeah. Building, <laughs> building a fortress of holy water. Yes, exactly. And you, that may be what it is. I Again, you know, they, you they know are, what's weird? The movie doesn't say. That's, weird. that's but totally that's cool. weird. But it gives you an idea that there's texture. There's an internal consistency yeah, through exactly. this universe. There's a whole life here, and we're not going to explain everything about it. Because we don't need to. I but wonder if, if they just took look. a bunch of the ideas from the comic and just put them in the background. 
No. Probably. I'm sure there's a lot more of this material that is explored in the comic that never comes up here, but sure. they just they put it in there as the basic. This basic plot, though, is, is from one of the comics. I guess it was an issue or a series called um, uh, Deadly Habits or something like that. Habits was in the phrase. And, and it was a plot of Constantine is dying of cancer. Oh, my gosh, what's he going to do? And, and whether it resolves exactly this way or not. But this is taken from one of the comic uh, right. series. I always wondered about I from the first time I saw that shot I was like that's symbolizing something. I wonder what that means. The, the way she's green that, behind that green. If I framing. had to guess because she steps forward like that, it would be she's talking about how she's she's left that world and she refuses yeah. to see. So that's like the veil she's, over her eyes and then she steps in. into she's, his world and she steps right. into being that clear. That was her voluntarily being able stepping to see. into his world. I'll buy it. Cuz I was thinking the same thing. I'm like that's not accidental. What is yeah. this, what and does they, this mean? And they, as soon as she stepped forward I'm like okay, I get what it is. They actually even remark on it in the director's commentary where it's like the director says yeah this is me being a director <laughs> doing director stuff in that shot and everyone's like really are you sure and he's like yeah let's do it because he didn't tell anybody on the day yeah, <laughs> his exactly. dp was like that's what you're gonna go with he's like yeah yeah that's it all right fine you're gonna be a director on this one aren't you another yeah. another comment they makes in the uh before we get to this scene which is really cool but uh, another comment he makes uh is, is, is he's quoting the dp he says you know how good uh um Rachel is is like when she has to cry on camera, the tear comes from the lit side of her face. It <laughs> <laughs> says that she actually. It's like she's so good, the tear will will be on the lit side, so it'll show up. She's that good. She is really good at crying on cue too. There's a. It's, um, I I can't fathom how a person can do it. It's there's a there's a I could do. There's a, uh, I watched another movie with her in it uh, called My Blueberry Nights, and there's a scene where it's literally. It's just, it's a long monologue, and the camera is just on her face for like five minutes straight. And then, like, right towards the end of it, she's suddenly, like, she's building up emotionally, and she just starts crying. And they, they like, and it hasn't cut or anything. And I'm like, oh my God. Wow. <laughs> she is so good. She's really good. Some people just have that access to, yeah. they, they know the buttons it takes yeah. to, to make them yeah. go, and they can push them. And yeah, and she and she gets good tears out too. I mean, we saw him here. There, it's not a little thing. It's like a, uh, it's a water waterfall. It. Yeah. <laughs> and it's it's interesting that you know she's one of those actresses where, you know, it it's when pretty much unless anyone can name an earlier example, the way you know first time any of us ever saw her was in the Mummy. Yep, where, right. she, oh, yeah. where yeah, she played yeah. where she played a a we could still say she played a smart character, but a ditzy character, um, and a character that kind of came into her own over the course of the movie, but. Uh, you know, it's like I never quite saw her turning into, you know, this this strong an actress based on the mummy. You know, it's kind of like, oh, she's kind of good. Um, but kind of look at her in retrospect. You go, yep, that was actually Rachel Weisz in The Mummy. <laughs> she's <laughs> also kind of slumming it a little bit. She's also in um, that Neil LeBoot movie, uh, The Shape of Things. Oh, really? No, and The a, Fountain. And The Fountain. Well, that, 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 that's, 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 more that's after yeah. she was Rachel Weisz. She'd done The yeah. Costume oh, yeah. Gardener and been nominated for Oscars and now, stuff like that. Now, she's going to die and go to hell, although she doesn't really get exactly. that Exactly. Well, that's the pertinent now, piece of information. Why does, she, why does she go to hell? Because she's not killing herself because no, he chokes her and keeps her down this there. Is, this is apparently how you tr- how you cross over to hell. He's, she's going to hell. part for, of your yeah. body. Yeah. It, it, this, is just, this is just the express train, how you get to hell. She's not dying to Don't you have to deserve hell, though? Apparently not. The the this, way this not works. This way? It's, well, actually, it's actually a reasonable question. I mean, it's like, I mean, if you're going on the assumption that when Keanu crosses over, if she over, did this by herself, she would be a suicide. Sure, right. but he's well, holding her down. She doesn't want to kill herself. She's just like, oh hell, right? Acor- but he's doing uh, something magical with her too. So yeah. he's also, it, but also according to the Catholicism, we're all born with original sin, and unless you're 
absolved so of those not, sins. If she's she, not saved, she goes to hell right. anyway. So exactly. that's, she's totally. Fair. She keeps doing. She, we we she saw goes her in to, confession. No, it's she's a fair a, question, and you know, guess what? The movie doesn't tell us. But it's funny that I, that this question never occurred to me before. It's a perfectly fair question. Um, so I, I think we do have to just sort of fall back on the assumption that she has sense. to die to cross over to wherever she's going to go. And uh, maybe it's just Keanu is uh, giving her the nudge toward hell because that's that's where she wants to you know that's where she wants to go to check it out. Um, the question I think, if we follow that logic, though, is like, well, if he drowns her so she dies and goes to hell, why does he's, she come back? Well, you know? I love I love this right here where my favorite little thing in the movie where we've established that when time stops, you've died, and they don't you, you don't even get that it's about to I don't happen know if until you've it died. Does. You've just gone to hell. Well, but right, like, but yeah. the the drop you've it, just, it just seems like yeah. an yeah, already it, it just crossed. seems like like a directory like insert already cutaway, but then all of a sudden you see. Yeah. Oh. yeah. oh, and then that was it. And she then just, she's back, and the, and the water shoots out. I love that touch. Yeah. She just spent however long. He and must then not. The, the bathtub breaks. Yeah, he must not do this as often because this is expensive for bathtub <laughs> and for water damage in the bowl. <laughs> I mean, you can only imagine what's happening in the bowling alley downstairs. <laughs> so this is when I talked about how she's an amazing actress. I mean, this is just to kind of figure out an approach to how to even play this moment. Okay, <laughs> so in this scene, you've uh, died and gone to hell for uh, it felt like an eternity, and now you're back. And, and you, you walked this, around hell for a while, and you have this large monologue where you have to kind of explain the whole plot of the movie. Okay, and then you have to roll a coin or a coin on your num- on your knuckles at the very end uh, in the back of a bowling alley. Can you <laughs> do that for me? Okay, Wait. well, yeah, I got all that down. The the quarter thing's going to take me a little. Yeah, a the hard part is the rolling the quarter. But uh, but I totally, it's a great you know. I know. The, I mean, the way she's somehow. Like, yeah, I've, always, I've known. always known. I mean, she actually has to say those lines. God forbid, you know. But she, she, I think she's making it work here. And it's, it's this look in her eyes. Like it's the thousand yard stare yeah. that she's got, where she's like, "Oh my God!" Quite literally, I've seen what really this is all about. Yeah. And look at her take this fall. She's like, you know, this is scary. And later in the hydrotherapy bath, there's a couple of scenes of her thrashing with the uh, with the carrier of the spear, where I'm like. She could have freaking lost all of her teeth doing that scene. That's scary, the physical stuff that they're doing. Here she is running in, you know, wet clothes and down a bowling alley. It's like, Jesus. I'd be scared for the actress. Now, in this scene, you're in the back of a bowling alley. You're soaking wet, and uh, you have to do a monologue to nothing and then roll, th- and roll the quarter. And, and putting, action. You're putting all the pieces of this grandmaster mystical plan together. Yeah. As, as Tommy Lee Jones at the end of The Fugitive, um, even in the press kit, said, so apparently in this scene, I'm explaining the movie to a bunch of blue bags. <laughs> where he really did not care for the last scene of The Fugitive. He was pissed shooting that scene because he thought this is the worst movie ever made. But to be fair, you know, I, I'm sure it's easier, you know, back in the day, five years ago when they shot on sets... Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure it was much easier to be in this environment and be yeah. like, "All right, this is fucking weird." I'm actually I'm curious. I mean, I, I, as I opposed guess, to on green screen, like I guess this could, know. I guess this couldn't possibly be a real bowling alley. Even I, it's, it's hard to imagine that they would build because you see it all work that they would have built an entire bowling alley's worth of lane equipment into a set. Except I can't also see how well, that one up. does look pretty CG. Actually, yeah, that one might be. But the the I think you mean the behind. With the scene where they room. are, yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. it's like that's a hell of a set. And yeah, that has to be a set. There's no way that's a. But yeah. it's a set where they built yeah. in all the guts of things that drive an entire bowling alley's worth of lanes. They built into this set. That's an insane set. <laughs> but I can't. I can't imagine. That's where they had the rap party. Yeah, I can't imagine that they could have shot this behind a real bowling alley because you know that's the, I, the I space would have been be, so tight. Yeah, exactly. It would have been worth it just to build it so they could light the fucking. You know what? You know what? Actually, is possible though that the it might only be the reverse that could be a real bowling alley, but all these facing these way shots might be the same set dressing. 
because you don't see you don't see the bowling alley so much from this angle. Anyway, this is I'm curious. It's like literally it's a practical question that kind of I'm curious about. It's like do they actually build an entire freaking bowling alley gizmotron to just for a couple of shots of bowling alley stuff? Anyway, the gun is is awesomely cool and it's a thing that Yet again, they don't go, don't That's you like, see if you have the headpiece of the Staff of Ra and the, the Holy Hand Grenade of Antioch, you can assemble it. It's, like, yeah. it's just a thing that he does. Oh, I'm going to have to build the gun. Boom. And he does it. Uh, he puts it together. It's gold in the shape of a cross and things blow and up and set on fire. And the hell out of bad things. Yeah. It'll work. Fair enough. It makes <laughs> as much sense as any other religious myth <laughs> yeah. I've heard. I don't need to hear the story. Yeah. It's all bullshit. Go it, for it. Here's a f- fake kiss moment. That's the fake kiss. Like, yeah. She's like, seriously, dude, what is wrong with you? There's an offer on this table. Come on. <laughs> so you're gay? What's your deal? <laughs> Have I lost my touch? What the hell? You're not interested? Now I'm very interested. <laughs> yes. Exactly. I was interested in you when you were twins. <laughs> Got here too. Keanu right. Reeves ne- also has a very specific fetish. They never yes. <laughs> they never really explain what that necklace is either. It's just this it's, is a protective medallion. It's a protective medallion. It and does shut the, up. It does the thing. <laughs> It'll protect you. Don't take it off. This is a fun little bit where you're like, oh, they're doing a little morph effect. Well, that's not really what's happening. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's like, what? Oh, oh, what the? Oh, interesting. Oh, <laughs> whoops. <laughs> Good stuff. Yeah, that's the one line he doesn't quite nail. <laughs> I don't quite buy his read of that line. Wait, so yeah. he is not Mammon? I thought he was Mammon. No, no Mammon is no. the son Mammon's of Satan. trying to cross over. Mammon's just the son of Satan. Balthazar, a yeah. half-breed. Huh. Mammon's lieutenant, or Mammon's yeah. captain. Yeah. Hmm. No, he's not. He, he, well, he's, just a, he's a demon. He actually, he's actually working for Gabriel. We just don't know that yet. Right, He's, right, he's doing right. Gabriel's bidding. And Gabriel wants Mammon. Gabriel, Gabriel's yeah. the, the one. Even the, dire- I mean, this- even the director admits this is a cheat. Even the director, like, flat out admits in the commentary this is a total cheat. <laughs> the fact that she leaves The fact that she's got the necklace on and somehow doesn't have it on. That's got to be a double scale thing. It is. Too. Yeah. It is a double scale. Yeah. It's a double scale necklace. Good catch. But good, uh, uh, good Stan Winston work here. There's a lot of oh, yeah. practical, practical rubber face going on. <laughs> uh, another- but yeah, but the question is why, did, why is she doing that? I it's guess a, it's a good thing he just. Why didn't, is why is who doing what? Why is she getting out of the car? She's seen she's all a cop. this shit. She's a cop. She yeah, wants to be in on the action. She just went to hell. She thinks she was. Dis- <laughs> yeah. Well, she thinks that she was being dismissed. That's where she's like oh. men. Yeah, and she's trying to. You know, she's still her mission is she wants to. She wants to get her sister out. Although of hell. that brings us back to Dorkman's question, where it's like, why does she think that he specifically said this time don't come with me? Right. That's a good point. Because he did. He said, "You stay here." Well, I know, but I mean, why would she think that that was just a casual dismiss? Like, she's, she she literally thinks it's just being dismissed because she says, oh, men. But why would she think that she was being dismissed when this guy has taken her to fucking hell? When this guy says, stay in the car, it's not that it's, she's, it's not like, she's being oh, dismissed. Men. It's that she's. Oh, here's not, the last rights. She's I do not, like this. Yeah, this is a great scene. It's, it's that she's not is, doing yeah. what she's told. This is just a great reversal. It's a great yeah. bet. I'm going to send you to heaven. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're in unless, for it now, buddy. <laughs> unless you tell me what I want you to, yeah. what, what I want to know. And this is very much taken <laughs> from the comic. I don't know specifically it might have happened in the comic, but the idea is that most of most of Constantine's power in the comic apparently comes from he's a con man. He like he'll fool you. He's like he's like you know, he's counting on the fact that you don't know the mythology as well as he does. Therefore, he can bullshit you into thinking something is true when it isn't. So, you know, he's, he's playing off the fact that he's hoping that this demon doesn't know that little kink about absolution, that it doesn't work if you don't ask for it. <laughs> and it, it pays off because this demon uh, apparently missed that day of Bible school. 
Apparently the uh, apparently the brass knuckles were also set up in the Beeman Beeman artifact exchange uh, early on. That, were they? I missed those. Yeah. Well, it was it was cut out. You know, there's oh, nothing. Okay. It was it was a cut for time. But that was apparently the these brass knuckles. It was named what these are. These are the you know brass knuckles of the Crusaders or something like that. They're, it's a real <laughs> thing that uh, Beeman's got is. hold of. So yeah, and this is where the movie. Yeah, one of the things I love about this movie is it's going to keep keep sort of everything almost everything there is one it also pays off by by giving you one conventional scene and a hell of a scene it is when he's going to walk into a room full of bad guys and shoot them all and it's an amazing scene but almost everything else he does and almost everything other thing else that resolves here resolves in a very unconventional way and this is the beginning of that where it's like i'm going to defeat this demon by lying to him and thinking that he's going to go to heaven. heaven yeah yeah Although uh, to be to be accurate to the mythology, I mean maybe they changed it, but the spear of destiny didn't actually kill Jesus in the story. Right. Um, he was dead, and it was used to pierce his side, and, and fluid and came fluid out. came out, but not blood, which yeah. showed that his heart had stopped. Yeah. Um, so it shouldn't actually have the blood of Christ on it either. But you well, know, it should whatever. have the blood of Christ on it. The, I think the lymph of Christ will do just as well. <laughs> <laughs> the lymph and stomach contents uh, will work. Just oh fine. well, they change it. Yeah. Okay, yeah. they change it here. Yeah, yeah, because the because the crucifix story doesn't change, and there aren't fifteen. Even the Bible doesn't agree on the crucifix story. Yeah. The, the four Gospels tell a different story. Yeah, the Bible so. can't even get Genesis right. <laughs> like <laughs> yeah, it's the exactly. very first thing you're starting off with, yeah. and you're going to give me two versions they're which right off the bat. They're <laughs> making it up as they go along. <laughs> this is a fun bit. The, his little his little pieces are like okay, so. We had a deal. So right, right? anyway, yeah. So I um, guess uh, we're good. Cool, right? We're cool. In my curiosity, I guess he's being sent back to hell. I guess you can't kill them, uh, you know. But what is? Uh, of course, we don't know. This is Gabriel doing it. But uh, you know, what is what is Gabriel doing? Is he is he now disappearing from existence entirely, or is he just being sent back to is hell? Is he dying in the actual sense yeah. of dying? Now, here's maybe a, that he's I think, just I think the, I think the visual they're trying to give us is hell because they're doing the disintegration thing again. Yeah. Here's a, now here's a here's a essentially a totally gratuitous scene, but you know. Hollywood movies sometimes you have the gratuitous scene just because it's kind of badass and I will give them the badass points for this scene it's like this is half a million dollars that's about to go spewing across the screen but it's it's pretty cool I'll say it's pretty cool and here comes Rachel doing the first of many times in this movie she's going to get a look on her face like something's weird and she's just going to play that moment for a long time like something strange is happening it's probably that is probably what she was (laughs) sensing it could have been ingestion. You or never maybe know. just, you know, she did have the shrimp for lunch. Correlation does not equal causation, <laughs> Trey, right. remember. It could be a coincidence, I grant you. <laughs> this was this was the uh, trailer yeah, shot right absolutely. here. Yeah, absolutely. Where you're like, what the fuck is this movie? Yeah. That definitely, I was like, I'm going to see that. I don't that. know what that is, but it looks fun. <laughs> now, of course, then again, the movie doesn't tell us ever flat out, and, and, you know, you have to kind of piece it together, but that was Gabriel coming to, you know, okay, good to go, time for Mammon. That was Gabriel snatching her away to do the thing. Time to I, I did like Weaver's baby. Just yep. in the uh, just in the window, like it's pulling back, and he just kind of casually walks away. He's like, "Oh, well, yeah. like he's he's not. It's not urgent anymore." He's like, "Well, I see what's yeah, going well, on." Yeah, well, I you know, <laughs> I don't think I'm going to catch them. Yeah. Now here's Jaiwan Hansu. This is this is, you know, again a festival of the as you know scenes that never happen when they really, you know, could have. And don't. And I love them for not doing it. 
There's like 18 things that happen in the next three minutes that, <laughs> that they don't explain. And fuck you if you know, if it bothers you. It just it's just stay for the stay for the whole ride or, or get off. You know that's how we do it. They make a reference to uh, to uh, Papa Midnight's character. Um, uh, I think Shia says it or says or says it coming up. He has a scene where they talk. He talks about how you're Papa Midnight. You're the one who faced down 30 word that no one ever said before or since in this movie and on on your own you know you face down the <laughs> like yeah that's right but that was a long time ago I think he said Ashgar <laughs> the Ashgar do we know what Ashgar no. oh, Keanu said it earlier yeah okay, he so said 30 Ashgar 30 Ashgar well, and he's yeah. like well, and well, I think well. we all know what badass is Ashgar yeah I think we're all clear I think we that. know why that's crazy he hasn't yeah. been in that much trouble since he fell into that nest of Gundarks yeah. oh yeah exactly did the Kessel run in 12 parsecs There'll be an animated this is, this is actually series. The to closest clear thing to a joke in the whole movie. Uh, <laughs> He's like two hundred dollars shirt, by the way. <laughs> Asshole. This is not the first time that someone will reach through Keanu's flesh and mess up his shirt. This is neat. This is actually and uh, this is actually a mausoleum. They actually got permission to shoot in someone's. They dressed it. They decorated it. But the actual room is a is a real uh, mausoleum with real dead people in it. If I'm not mistaken, this is an actual electric chair decommissioned. Really? Is, I it, is so. it really from Sing Sing? Mothball? It's from somewhere, I think. But yeah, that'd be way too freaky. <laughs> I'd be too, I'd be too freaked out. I may be mistaken. I may not have read that and just. It's, like, it's such it, a simple there's, piece there's of sure. equipment. There's I, another yeah. one of your uh, never explain it thing, Trey, where it's like, yeah, which the, way is the, east? The, there it is. Right. Yeah, exactly. That's what I love about. It. And uh, and they, the best I can guess is like sunrise. They, yeah, oh, yeah, or Mecca. But like, yeah. yeah, oh Mecca, that's a good one. Yeah, but they they specifically they specifically that opens up a whole other can of worms. Yeah, that yeah I exactly. Think the story wants to. Well, but you know, but, is, but Islam and Christianity are the same religion, just you know, t- with yeah, different dress codes. You know, that's that's they're so similar. But that's exactly it. It's like I think. I think something we we haven't really touched on it's like it's it's almost a thing where you don't really have to explain what's going on to the audience as long as the characters yeah. appear to yeah. know what's and going on. And they very on. specifically talk about this scene especially in yeah. the director's cut that this was the scene where they go this scene these guys it's like you get the gist of it they're going through this ritual they both know what will happen and we're about to show you what happens when you do it. We don't need to explain it any more yeah. than that. We don't have to explain how it works. Why it works, or who invented it, or how we know it works, yeah. or how it, many times we've done it. It just does, and it's weird enough, and they're confident enough about it that you just buy it. Mm. <laughs> yeah, another great moment. Sure about this? No. Yeah. <laughs> Bam. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, like that's going to matter. And then this uh, nice little thing I thought was a nice little touch is every time that our you know spear carrier has like felt a presence, it was Constantine that he was sensing. You, you assume it was, you know, he's being followed by the angel of death or something like that or the devil. But it's like, no, it's the, Constantine is what he's afraid of. I thought that was nice. But how does the the mystical universe or whatever determine that it's those moments that Constantine will see? Well, no, it's, it's, no, it's, it's that Constantine, saw them, Constantine so is there seeing them because he's gone back in time and there he is. Okay, so it's more like he's time traveling, yeah. not like yeah, he's okay. exactly. Yeah, all right. He literally yeah, he's it, not going back to those moments. Those moments occur because he's there. Yeah, he's okay. visiting them, and it was the act. But still, though, why those moments? Huh? Those are, well, well, those are the moments that he was there, and the director chose to point a camera yeah. at the Mexican <laughs> guy when those moments were happening. All right. Fair so enough. yeah, the idea is that he's he's visiting key moments of the the Spears j- journey to Los Angeles, and so. <laughs> That's that's, <laughs> that's an adorably useless shot of Shy. He's at the very end of all this stuff. He's like, "Holy shit, you're Pop Midnight!" And then it just cuts to something else. It's like, yeah. what was that? 
Well, awesome. just, they just needed to tell you that uh, Shia LaBeouf was around. He was now. in the room yeah. now. By the yeah. way, he's still in this movie. Yeah. But this is his, this is his best scene. This is his good scene. You know this one on his demo reel. Yeah. Back in the day. Yeah. Well, it's, it's as we said earlier, this is Shia. Wait, I mean, look how, considering you know what we think of him now, look how he was still. He was barely a, a kid still in this. This is like, you know, what, two years after he did Holes, you know, or whatever it was, you know, which is a great movie, by the way. You should check out Holes. And, and, and I maintain that this is the last good movie that he's been in because, you know, is there a good movie that he's been in since 2005 that I'm not thinking you of? You asked that before we started recording, and I've been trying to think this whole time. Yeah. I haven't come up we with We can anything. name lots of movies he's yeah. been in, and we can name lots of dollars that he's made, but I'm talking about good movies. Has he been in a good movie? Which is a shame because I like the kid. You know, he had potential. It's a shame how he turned out, but he might pull it out. He might pull it out of the tailspin yet. He's got a a, a lot of time <laughs> to deal with it. Yeah, he's still got so. some time. I uh, this I don't is, think people are going to give up on him as long as he yeah, he's in just, movies that as make long a lot as he's of money, making billions. So. Um, this scene I always like where where again. Constantine, by gosh, he's so true to himself that Papa, he won't even like let Papa Midnight do a prayer over him. He's like, don't, just dude, don't, what are you doing? Fuck, get out of here with your praying don't, over me. Don't patronize me. Yeah. And, and Papa, you know, Papa Midnight's a good guy. He says, oh, I'm doing it anyway. I'll do it. Couldn't hurt. All right. Meanwhile, Batman. on the dark night, here yeah. comes our showdown. Yeah, the Dark Angel. Why can Gabriel, why is Gabriel, because Gabriel can take it. Now, what you said, Brian, you said earlier, what is this building actually? It's L.A. Center Studios, and that's where it actually is located. In, this skyscraper in is a movie studio? It's just a movie. Off to the right, or uh, right around there, those on the other side there that we just passed by are actually sound stages. And they shoot numbers there. They shoot uh, Better Off Ted there. So this whole tower is like their office building? Yeah, and also sets and sound stages no in there kidding. as well. It Go shows her. Up. She's just like, that was, that was actually her <laughs> doing that move. Yeah, she actually did that stunt. Um. Yeah, no and it, it shows up all over the place. You'll see. I, 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 I had no idea there there's a, a vertical so, movie studio here in town. I had no yeah. idea. That um, was actually, by the way, a good flyby. Like, people do flybys all the time for no nice reason. But this this one actually makes sense because that was charting her path yeah, that was, through the that city. Yeah, that, right. like, that was her yeah. view of Los Angeles. And obviously, it, it went into an effect. You know, it yeah. dove down the hole, but it was really seamless. Yeah, if you look for it, you'll see it everywhere. They use it in Dollhouse and... Shit ton of I'm going to tell you listeners this because I just got it when they said that. Gabriel snagged her through the building and we flew through the walls and then dragged her through the city and dropped her in the pool. That's what just happened. I that's, missed that until just now. Just yes. Well, we, we, we still we, don't know it's Gabriel. It hasn't been explained yet. It hasn't been explained that but it's that's, Gabriel. Yeah, she's but been brought here because to. this is the chosen place for the arrival of Mammon. And uh, it's not coincidental that it's a cross-shaped hydrotherapy pool. What and happened like, here was a like, miracle, and funny, I want you to this, fucking <laughs> acknowledge it. By the way, the shot of those those demons turning and and reacting is is an editorial choice because when Keon, when Constantine walks into the room to shoot them later, you'll see the exact same shot flopped. Um, because so clearly they added that scene in post is sort of like well, just we to can, let you know, we, there's people in here. Yeah, we need a scene of the demons to set them up. But when he, in in two minutes he's going to walk into that room, you're going to see exactly the same shot, but flipped. You know what to do, Keanu, Rico. Keanu, you know what to do. Keanu kind of kind of slides into Eastwood territory more than once in this movie, and not not that that's a bad thing. It's sort of like he turns as long into, as he's doing something other than being Keanu. <laughs> as long as he's Clint doing East, freaking something. Clint Eastwood as Constantine. That probably would have been pretty amazing. The, the elder Constantine, yeah. like he's lived his whole life and now he's really afraid of dying. Yeah, 
That would have been good. Well, you know, actually, I want to see that prequel. I think you, <laughs> could, you know what? I, I'd say you can draw, you can draw a pretty clean line, um, not story wise, but thematically, and and uh, between this and Unforgiven. Um, and I just got the I got the big thumbs up from Matt across. <laughs> I feel like he's wasting a golden bullet. So here. I feel like I, I. Oh no, that's just a normal shotgun. Yeah. So he's got two shotguns. Yeah, he doesn't have the. But golden But if you bullets. look, he he from this angle, he puts the cross in, and it clearly it doesn't can't possibly fit. fit. And it cuts inside, and it just and drops it. Just, hey, it happens to make it in, and never, I never ever gonna make. I it. I also don't buy that perfect cookie cutter hole he blows into the top with his shotgun either. Yeah. So anyways, here we go. Now here's the same shot again. Notice it's the same shot. It's flipped. But the same guy that turns and puts his hand in his pocket, the girls on the sides do the same. Everyone does exactly the same thing. But uh, now this is a scene. This is a since the rest of the movie is going to be there's going to be plenty of action, but nothing is going to resolve in a standard sort of Hollywood shoot the bad guy way. This I think this sequence is just like all right. Here's for the you people who like thought we're going to do the Matrix. Here's some fucking Matrix, and yeah. we're just going to Matrix the hell out of the next two minutes. And it's a great sequence. This sequence is is fantastic. I love the way they do this. So here's and don't blink. Here comes Michelle Monaghan. All that's left of her in the movie. There she is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So now what Shia was doing in the scene immediately prior was blessing all that water. He was blessing yeah. the, yeah, he's blessing the, the sprinkler water. And here so. Another thing that's done in Dogma, only to a sink, not the sprinkler. There you go. Yeah. And now here you go. It's just a balls out crazy action scene that's great. And there's a lot of, uh, a lot of making up on this one. Is there a Constantine video game? I don't know. This would have been a great scene. Probably was. I think I remember seeing it while I was working at Blockbuster. I don't. You know, I, I, I'm not a video game person. Am I wrong? It does just does not every movie that comes out, regardless of what it is, now have a video game? Yeah, pretty much. If it's I mean, a temple, yeah. Yeah. Name name any movie that doesn't have a video game associated with it. I don't know how shy I got that shot of who's standing yeah, right behind exactly. you. Yeah. Well, well, you see, um, according especially to- with a shotgun. Yeah. <laughs> Well, well he, it, he's shooting slugs. Yeah, uh, there's, there's like there's a slug shot, not bird shot. That's yeah. true. But still, it's a hell of a shot to, you know. But you see, in the 47th Corinthians, which is only available in the Bible in hell, <laughs> um, you can actually shoot through a righteous man uh, to kill a demon. See, If I, it's a Wednesday. <laughs> on a Wednesday, if you're wearing green. Or color-corrected well, green. <laughs> or yeah. color-corrected green. Is, now, now is, is the devil, the representation of the devil is cool, but the representation of Mammon is also cool, I think, where mm. Mammon's just kind of this big sort of demented child. Like, hey, how's it going? How are he, you? He's big and scary, but he's also plainly weak as well, Yeah, which is a tricky balance, I would imagine, as a creature, uh, a designer, to achieve. Yeah, it's a toughie. Yeah, good head fake here where you think he thinks Isabel, Isabel's dead. And strangely... Strange how Angela, much, this one's Angela, Angela. pardon me, yes, yeah. how Angela. It's strange how Angela looks like a Mexican from the back. <laughs> You'd be surprised. They how all often do, Trey. Yeah, exactly. oh, yeah. It don't matter if it's from the back, baby. Yeah. Oh fuck. Yeah, he's like, ah, oh. <laughs> oh, shit. Mm. And this is where he goes wrong. You know, it's like this is where he's finally he should have just shot her. He should have just blown her up. <laughs> he really should have blown her up. That would have been the easy answer. But uh, you know, this is what happens when you when you start getting involved in the humans, and you get all caught involved, caught up, and involved. Start fucking caring and shit. Yeah, it's just it's gonna <laughs> it ruins your ability to do your job. You know, Shai gets fucked over in this movie though. He gets this oh, whole man. arc. He goes to heaven at the end. I guess he, so. In the special features he yeah, does. Yeah, you don't see it in the movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's at the end of the credits. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, if you wait all the way. Oh, the at the end, end of true. the credits. Yeah. Oh, all right. Yeah, it's true. Uh, I've never said that. Then we'll do that. Yeah, never done that before. Yeah, we will for this. On Down in Front, we always do. 
Uh, and then some. But yeah, he gets it's true. We've commentaried on the menu before. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, oh, it's over, guys. Before. Yeah, but yeah, you, she does a pretty good. Uh, she does a good possessed. Well. I, well, this is a tour de force for her, you know. And it's uh, this movie. I mean, she yeah. pretty much does about you <laughs> name it, just about everything except for a sex scene, which they never get to. But uh, you know, she has to play possessed, and she nails that one pretty good too. That was a nice Actually, transition the, the, back there. Yeah, the best the best moment of all because it's so wonderfully it's funny and awful at the same time is the moment that's coming up when and there she's she's about to do her wait everything's fine no something weird is going on wait I'm hmm something and then and then uh, we'll see the thing start to emerge and she had that little moment where she goes get it out <laughs> it's just such a great like what the f- get it out what do you mean how am I supposed to get it out but she's just like this little plaintive get it out. And here it comes, a little moment. There it is. But her little reaction here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, you, you, you know what to do. Do just, it. He just squishes Keanu, her Keanu's down. like, yeah. you get it out. Yeah, exactly. Well, and that's what, uh, that's what uh, is, is cool about this scene is, you know, um, that, that uh, Constantine is, you know, Constantine's out of ideas at this point. He doesn't have any tricks left. He doesn't know what to do now. He's, He's like, used his laser pen and his his X-ray watch. Yeah, he, ha- he literally has. He's used the. He's used the. Wow, that would be an amazing ending to a James Bond movie if he just killed himself to solve <laughs> yeah. everything. <somehow>. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Die another day. No, we're doing it today. No, That's what die we're do. today. Yeah. Well, Chaz has the idea. That's why tomorrow's not going to die. Yeah, exactly. This is where Chaz. You know, yeah, Chaz, Chaz is the one who says, "No, we're just gonna, you know, we're, we're gonna stay calm and, and we're gonna." And Keanu and, you know, and Constantine's like, "It couldn't hurt." Okay, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Let's go with that. Let's try it. Of course, he's wrong. It doesn't yeah. work. But, but you know, well, Chaz gets this whole resolution. nice little arc that gets yeah. fulfilled. He has a spine. It gets fulfilled, and he's either Keanu has a huge hand or she has a tiny. She's a tiny gal. Because his hand was like reaching across her whole belly. It's like a child's stomach. Isn't it amazing? So. Here we go. Well, it's quite possible that they were, you know, successful in. I'm a leaf on the wind. Yeah. Oh yeah, maybe maybe in driving Gabriel. it back. Or Gabriel's yeah. about to come mess it yeah. up and you know and open the gateway again. So, it, it's if there's any quibble I have about this movie, it's it's probably that Shia. I mean, I I, I like that Shia's character gets taken out so quickly, just like oh, and he's dead uh-huh. because he's just a mortal guy, and an angel can can you know snap his back oh. in a half a second. I can buy that. Yeah. It's just I wish I, I guess the message is it happens so quickly. And you know, it's just like, oh, he's dead. Yeah. Um, and of course, that's it's like if you if you're gonna fuck with this shit, you yeah. better be ready to fuck with it. And that's and that's Constantine's curse is, of course, everyone who helps him, you know, who he considers even something resembling a friend, is gonna get whacked, is gonna die. You, know? you go first, Indy. Yeah. This time I go first. But uh, I feel like you know, it's Chaz is the one you really feel. You know, the one where uh-huh. you kind of go, oh, damn it, I like that kid. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it seemed like he was gonna make it. Because you don't well, and this is definitely the point where the stakes are raised as high as they can get. Because yeah. you're like, "What the fuck just happened?" Yeah, and, <laughs> and so this is and this is something that was um, set up earlier, but was cut out. Is the uh, this power, this one power that Constantine has, where he can, uh, and it's it's not, it's kind of hard to get it. I didn't get it the first time, but what he's doing, he literally can pull the darkness from a yeah. room, which is you know kind of the antithesis of lighting up the room, but has the same effect. Uh-huh. He's pulling the <laughs> darkness out. To reveal things that are hidden. And when I actually I went down to Blockbuster to rent this the other day for this weekend. She has a very Peter Pan stance thing going on. Yeah. It's, uh, it's that androgyny thing, baby. It don't matter when it's an angel. The, the guy at the counter was like, oh, yeah, this is, this is a good movie, but I wish they had explained some things in the comic book a little more. And I was like, like what? And the example he gave was the tattoos. Oh. 
I was yeah. like, oh, that's right. I completely forgot those were a thing. But it's totally like, again, he starts doing a thing, and I'm like, I totally get what he's doing right now. Yeah. You don't have to explain it to me. One of the more yeah. interesting things that we've <laughs> never, really, never commented on in the show before, but we get some interesting reactions at Blockbuster. When Ryan went to rent <laughs> Alien uh, Alien 3. No, Terminator 3. Terminator, Terminator 3. Terminator. We, haven't, we haven't released it yet. Uh, the guy was like, Dude, don't do that. <laughs> don't do this. To you don't want to. Ryan, Ryan like called ahead and said, "Do you guys have Terminator 3? And the guy, and Ryan's like, "There's a pause." And he said, "Dude, don't." Yeah, <laughs> this is. I don't think that's. Is that yeah. allowed? Are you allowed to do that at Blockbuster? I yeah. did. They actually okay, talked them, talked them out to like pull a Tarantino and go, "No, no, you don't want to watch this." I even yeah. tweeted it. He was like, he just said, "Dude, don't." Now, now, by the way, uh, we meant here's another of the list of things we talk about on Down in Front a lot. And there is a, there is a little bit. Sorry, there is a little bit of a dogma thing here, a relationship because she's saying, you know, you the humans get everything and we get nothing. Tilda Swinton's yeah. Ben Affleck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The but the something we've mentioned many times on Down in Front is is. You know, in sloppy writing, the villain is villainous because they're villainous. And in cool writing, the villain has a valid point. I can't think of a villain who has makes a better point than this one. <laughs> this this villain, I'm like, you know, I'm totally on board with your plan. Sadly <laughs> enough, you make a lot of sense. It is a very good point. The only point I would think is better in fiction that I know of is uh, Osmandius and Watchmen. Yep. Yeah, and it's one of those things where you go, Nerd. you know, as long as I get to be one of the people who lives through it, I'm actually going to, you got my vote. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> as long as I get to be on the winning side, I, I think you're right, and uh, I'm, I'm pr- I love this planet, I'm proud to be a part of it. <laughs> I love this planet, I'm excited <laughs> to be a part of it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, which, it, it really is one of those things, it's like, it's... So, you know, being a, as a person who who it wasn't really raised uh, other than in a very superficial way in Christianity, this is isn't this kind of the logical ending of the logic of Christianity in oh, yeah. general? Uh, well, yeah. That's what that's what uh, I've never understood why Christians don't all kill themselves because well the, because of the mortal sin unless, unless you're Catholic. That's, but but the squishy feely Christians who are like well as long as you're a good person and live a good life, no. well then you know go pull I've a asked cat them from that too. no I've asked that too. They, I'm fact, sure they have a reason. Some, there there are a number of them who don't even believe in hell. They're like they're like oh that's just a thing to make you afraid and blah blah blah. I'm like so so, so. don't take this personal or anything. <laughs> but why don't you kill yourself? Yeah, hypothetically. And they, yeah, and Purely they really kind of don't have an answer for that. What are that. you sticking like, around oh. for? Yeah. Well, now I, actually, even I I've heard an answer to that one is maybe that even though, even people who don't necessarily buy into hell, um, that your choice then for the afterlife is to live eternally in paradise or just cease to exist. Right. Um, and again, I'm like. But I'm already I'm, planning what? on that. I'm good with ceasing to yeah. exist. That's what I think is happening anyway. So yeah. I guess we're cool. If, you, then. if you've so got I, the other so option, I can go. I'll take that. So there's that I can go, or, right? We're cool. So there's that or plus one. That's <laughs> yeah. That's right. <laughs> it's what it is. Um, right. So here's the here's the ending where you know again it was like well, as soon as I saw this ending I'm like what the of course you know it was the it was the for me just speaking for myself it was the quintessential didn't see it coming and understood it as soon as I saw it it was like of course. He's done some. He did the other one, um, uh, Devil's Advocate. Yeah, which did. I I didn't find as nearly as but satisfying. No, no, no. Uh, but I didn't either. But yeah. uh, but there was a suicide scene in that that's really brutal. Yeah. Um, and, uh, isn't it? Uh, slits her throat. Isn't that Charlize Theron or his wife? I think so. Yeah. yeah. It was an actress before she was a big actress. But this, you know. But here's here's he's playing his final card. It's like all right. The devil's gonna be pissed when he finds out what's going on. Let's get him in here. Yeah, let's get him involved because <laughs> he'll come up here for me. Well, of course, he prefaces this by he he makes an appeal to God, where he says, "I could really use some attention," and there doesn't seem to be any response. Right. So he's, so he's like, like, "All right." That was his second to last card. And so <laughs> when, now, when Chloe was watching this, she was like, 
he of all people should know it's down the street, not across. Yeah, yeah I know it's true. <laughs> And then, and well, then, didn't he well, try it with pills before the first time? Or did no, he's no, got no, the scars oh, from he slashes okay. But it's cool because uh, it, it kind of pays off in a weird way. Where if you did this, that is that well way, done, not showing yeah, what yeah, happened, yeah. and just the, uh, yeah, it's cool because in a second he tries to light a cigarette, and he's like, yeah, you, you yeah. cut your tendons, yeah, yeah. dude, it's, yeah, you totally cut. You the cut tendons. to you cut that deep, which yeah. I can actually imagine because tendons aren't that. Yeah, they're right there, man. Because you can feel if you flex, you can feel. Oh, don't! I'm gonna pass out. Yeah, yeah. Watching a woman about to get her stomach, the hands coming to go. Here you go. Form make a little target for you here, right? Here, nice and like, nice and thin. Like, I, like underneath there, the son of the devil is like squinting his eyes and kind of pulling his oh, head back. Yeah. Like, don't cut me now. Yeah, Come on, know. don't be crazy. Cut carefully. Now, who is this Russian guy? Was he the guy that was in Armageddon too? Yes, that's yep. Peter Stormare. Is he's his name. so cool. He's also the he's, he's the Russian guy. He's the crazy American space station, Russian space. He's station. the crazy eye doctor from Minority Report. All oh, parts right. made in Japan. Yes, my heart made Russian in Taiwan. Accent. He's the Russian that Taiwan. guy. Yeah, he is, and he was what in the a perfectly plotted little scene where he's yeah. like, he takes off his watch to kill himself, and you watch that to see the time stop and, that's and a the tough, pool of blood. It's just like, fuck, and that's that was a well tougher written. effect shot than it looks like because, of course, the blood is in real time, but the watch is slowing down right. and the camera's moving in. And so here, and then you're like, okay, what is that? What yeah. is the you know? Here comes the devil, and and how many times have we seen the devil in movies? Well, you know, this is their version. Yeah, and these days it's always in a nice suit. Yeah, <laughs> he almost always is in a nice suit. Why wouldn't he be? Yeah. Well, actually, the, <laughs> absolutely. Uh, but he's the, wearing white, which was an interesting choice. One of the touches. One of the touches that uh, again, the in the commentary of the director, which is worth listening to, is he says uh, one of the things they did is is you know the, the devil is very insouciant and and he's obviously he's enjoying this, but you never see him. He doesn't get into the ah, he doesn't get angry angry. He yeah. just kind of gets he kind of gets annoyed. He kind of gets mm-hmm. amused. He kind of get oh. The actual line the director says is. <laughs> He's the devil who gives a shit. Yeah, he doesn't have to be angry. It's like, yeah. it's, you know, he's, he's going to win in the end anyway, no matter what. And he's just like, yeah, whatever. Crazy humans. What does insouciant mean? Uh, it means... Um, Convivial. Happy-go-lucky, kind of like... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Convivial. <laughs> yeah, well, I was going to say, yeah, well convivial. <laughs> Duh. Yeah. So this is a fun little scene. And, you know, it's just like... Peter Stormare, he's like, you know, there, there are a lot of ways you could have played this scene, but, uh, you know, I thought this worked. Oh, yeah. Because, like you say, it's like, we've all seen the devil, we know what the devil is. He's he's just being like, I'm the devil. <laughs> Blah. <laughs> and uh, they, they actually touch on apparently what was a, a larger plot in at least one Constantine uh, issue is uh, when he says, do you mind if I smoke? And the devil goes, no, go ahead, I got stock. Um, <laughs> is, is, that, is that part of, is that hell actually, um, hell actually uses earth uh, to make money. That uh, they actually are manipulating business to, uh, you know, to buy, to make money, to so they can afford worldly possessions. Well, of so, course, that that does make sense, actually. Yeah, absolutely. A horrible, horrible amount of sense. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> kind of scary, isn't it? So, so then you, you know, we finally reveal the last piece of the puzzle, which again they don't spell out, and uh, I might even have it wrong, but the you know the idea that uh, the devil doesn't. Devil doesn't want to, his son to to take over the family business, in essence, uh, and the fact that he, if nothing else, he's got his deal with God, and this will screw up the balance. Yeah, they, this is the this is like no, I can't let this happen. I can I can do anything I want as long as this doesn't happen. Yeah, so I have to go stop my son from doing this if crazy this, scheme. If, yeah, if he if he does this, then there'll be a war, and I will lose. Yeah, so I don't be, want that right now. I'm not We're in, cool. I'm not in the mood for that. Yeah, so I got to go put an end to this. Which is great because 
the the devil saves the day. Yeah, Satan exactly. saves the day. He's, he the, fixes the problem. He saves only, this guy's life. It's, it's, it's Satanus ex machina. Yeah. You can it try. Oh, <laughs> oh, I, was, that close. I was trying to figure like what I would put in, but you beat me to it. Uh, it. But uh, again, it's like I think it's it's just it's a genius little construction. Yeah, and, you know of the movie. And like you say, it's like how else are you going to? Yeah, fix exactly. This? It's like who else? <laughs> who else is? Who else has got the the power to fix this fuck up? Oh well, we better call in oh. Satan. Well, God, but God's not going to do anything. Well, All God's right. going to play his card in a second. He's going to play his role. But uh, you know, I, I think it was a very wise choice that they didn't show God. Yeah, it's weird oh, yeah. how it, it it doesn't seem as weird to show devil the devil as as when you show God, you're almost always going to just fuck that up, no yeah. matter what you do. Well, I think the thing is that the. Uh, you know the the idea is that the devil is a creation just like we are, so it's it's, it's true. He's, tan- he's tangible, whereas God is supposed to be God like, is infinite and, yeah. all, and unknowable. Yeah. Exactly. There was a thread, I think it was on MP2K, talking about who would you cast as God, and I thought the most inspired choice was Kevin Smith. <laughs> I can certainly see like the way that Kevin Smith interacts with fans as being the way God is. Like, hey man, whatever. Yeah. I licked my wife's ass last night again. Exactly. Yeah. Like I could see that. I could totally you. see God saying that. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 that's Catholicism, is it? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Interesting. Catholicism is not what I pictured. Well, they do, they just they condemned that during the day. Oh, okay. And then they I do see. It, it used to be more yeah. of a thing. And then they did it to little boys at night. Yeah, exactly. Oh, okay. Wow, this commentary just took a weird turn. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> For the first time in this commentary, I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> I don't know. Who would you cast as God if you had to do, like, uh, if you did a Kevin Smith and Dogma thing, like, I'm going to make Alanis Morissette God. I, I think Alanis Morissette's as good as it could get. I yeah. think that's fine. I'd, I'd, I'd stick with that choice. I think I would cast Carl Sagan. Just for shits and <laughs> that, was, that would piss a lot of people <laughs> off. I like that. It comes down. Richard Dawkins a... could play on Alright God. The beautiful of that is that would piss everyone off. The atheist would go, yeah. no. <laughs> that's not the point. No. Um, it turns out that I was God all along. <laughs> now I'd like to sing you a song about the universe. To it's make a universe. <laughs> Home. You first. Oh, no, you have to make an apple pie. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go. So that's been settled. And now comes the final card yeah. with this final little reversal where even the devil gets out foxed. <laughs> and and the and Keanu, I don't think Keanu even did this on purpose. No, he didn't do this on. That's it just, why. Just, that's the thing. That's if why he, it worked. If he had done it on purpose, then then it wouldn't, it wouldn't have worked. worked. But because he did it, you know, selflessly, that's yeah. why it works. Then it but now, see, work. if he had just had that thought, like if he had decided to do this, and his intent was this is purely sac- uh, self-sacrificial, and it's a noble reason why I'm doing it. But the thought still occurred to him that yeah. hey, maybe I'll go to heaven because of this. Does that then ruin the self-sacrifice? According yes. to Catholicism, yes. it does. According yeah. to Catholicism, this is why Catholicism is stupid. You, you yeah. have to not have the. You basically yeah. have to train yourself not to have those hardline part of the. I know the this. Thought. I know that hardline Catholicism, in th- intending to commit a sin, is as good as doing it. Yep. Oh yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah. It, well, and as, that's and that's right, right in the, the you know the Gospels. Jesus as, uh, says that he's like, if you've looked at a woman with lust in your heart, then you've then it's, then it's, then it's, it's adultery. You, it's, it's as if you fucked her. As basically. If, and as George Carlin said, like, so yeah, once, if once you, you've cast that point, just fuck her. Yeah, well, that's, <laughs> that's what I said. I think that's, that's the, the loophole they're missing. <laughs> I think that's the, the problem. The thing is, it's like, wait, if thinking about it is as bad as doing it, and I can do it and get forgiven. Why not do it? Why not do it? And, I, and actually, uh, Martin Luther. I was going to uh, say. By the, the way, the moment of him putting out his cigarette his in his own blood. Yeah. His last cigarette. That's badass. Yeah. That's serious badass. M- but his Martin Luther cigarette. kind of had that, that thought. That's is that one Calvinism? Of the that, no. Well, Calvin, Luther, well, Calvinism was. I guess, Calvinism the, is something else. But Calvinism is the one that says 
everything's preordained before you even yeah, live. Yeah, that's Calvinism. Which, yeah. That's why I go, well, why don't we just go nuts right. then? But if, I, if I'm not mistaken about Martin Luther, he basically said, he, he was like, wait, 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 wait. If everything's <laughs> already, and he actually even took it a step further. He's like, wait, if Jesus paid for our sins, isn't that kind of like someone paying for a buffet? Like, it'd be rude not to <laughs> yeah. eat as much as you could, right? So Let's, let's, uh, let's eat that, up. Is that one of his 95 theses? I think yeah. so. Yeah, Jesus do. as buffet payers. Yeah, yeah, so, well, exactly. But someone, I think it was Martin Luther, but it was someone who Number had a, a theology who was like, your job as a Christian is actually to sin as much as you possibly yeah. can Otherwise, to you know, make wow. it worth it. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus is watching you going, guys, party on, man. Yeah, like, exactly. what, what was all that for? <laughs> Jeez. Party on, Wayne. Party on, Jesus. Party on, Jesus. I love. And by the way, that's uh, L.A. I didn't. Yeah, know that's, that's, yeah. the, that's the tower I was talking. That's heaven, about. I thought, heavenly it, I thought LA. it was just columns, but it, yeah, L.A. makes sense. And I love this little the Very middle smoggy. finger. Yeah, he's like, fuck you. Which is kind of like, I hope, hope it, God doesn't see him do that. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess you know, the rules are the rules. Doesn't matter now what yeah. he does. It's like, yeah, no, you did it. You did what you needed to do. You're so wait, me. so hell, L.A. has traffic, and heaven, L.A. has it's, amazing smog, beautiful clouds. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. But we all Heaven have, and hell both suck. We all have air cars. Well, no matter it, where you well, are, in any in plane, LA. LA sucks. Yeah. <laughs> one of the details that uh, took me forever to realize, but it's one of the reasons the devil looks so weird, is he has no eyebrows. His mm. eye, he, has, oh. he has completely, see? There's no, he's got no eyebrows. He's very smooth. Well, that fire will do that to you. Yeah, I guess so. It's like you want to keep those off. Anyway, so here's the final reversal is, you know, like, oh, so you got to say, now I, the one thing I can do to still mess with you is not let you go. Yeah, I will let you live long enough yeah. to damn yourself guess, again. Guess what? <laughs> you don't get to go to heaven. You have to stay alive. I love that the, the but tar is still, still smoking. That, that's yeah. not very realistic, but it's cool. Yeah, the, the, uh, the, 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 the long inhalation yeah, the, is the, still there. The, comment, the commentary, the director says, we never thought that the, the ratings board or the studio would let us, like, you know, show that shot of lumps of cancer <laughs> <laughs> i think it's just abstract enough yeah. yeah if it was lungs no it's also it's very subtle but uh keanu this is keanu has like a normal skin tone for the first time in the movie he's actually huh. healthy now he's actually you know you see him pink up not paltry anymore yeah he's not ashen pasty but his wrists are still slit though right so no, he he's all healed he's up. Healed. He's about to check. He got healed. Yeah. How did he get healed? Jesus. The, the devil. Well, the devil. This isn't the devil. No, the devil's 3. like. Guess what? You're not dead anymore. You're you're not mortally wounded. So in in the pulling out of the cancer, and he I have also, abs. This is awesome. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. I'm going to even give you abs. <laughs> now you'll really live. He's, <laughs> live it right up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to make For you Jesus. A, I'm going to make you in as good a shape as possible, so you'll have as much time to sin That's as right. possible. Yeah. It's exactly. like, you know, I mean, theoretically, yeah, he's in perfect health now. I mean, yeah, you can yeah. only assume it's like the devil didn't like, you know, miss that, you know, pancreatic lesion that he has. You know, it's right. like, why not, you know, get the whole thing? Give him as, you know, give him as much time as possible. And this is the, isn't this our final? No, there's they're one gonna, more. They're, they're going to kiss? Oh, no. The, there's one more. The rooftop. The rooftop. We, get the, we get the whole gun This is the thing. second to last one. She, she's really like, okay, this is, oh, you <laughs> son of a. Okay, seriously, what is wrong with you? And they both play it so well. Yeah, she's like, <gasps> uh, she's like, no, uh, I didn't, oh. I didn't mean to do what? Nothing. Oh. <coughs> this, is, this is my favorite scene. With this Gabriel. is seriously messed up. This is a seriously wonderfully messed up scene. <laughs> yeah, human. Like, I don't think that counts. Yeah, I don't think it counts. As I've human. never seen anyone with uh, wing stubs before. But yeah, but she's dogma. Yeah, if you thought she was crazy before, she's she's totally around the bend now. She's insane now. And like, oh yeah, magical demon killer gun. Forgot I dropped that in the pool. Thanks. Yeah, this this basically is the serious version of Dogma. It totally is. <laughs> this whole movie. Yeah, it <laughs> in a lot of ways, is. it is. It's 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 all that stuff kind of stripped of its 
Bible thing. And it's just like, okay, if this all was real people doing all this real stuff, how would they actually interact? Right. With if each these other? were actually the rules, how yeah. would this play out? Yeah. yeah. And this is how it without how they the say trappings it. of, but this is how it's this is a great bit of acting by her, this reaction of experiencing pain uh, for the first time and kind of going, What the hell? That's whoa. Just her shock of like, oh, that's what that is. I think she looks like Edward Furlong right here. She really does. It's kind of a freaky way. And the fact that, you know, the final weird reversal is she's like, awesome. That's awesome. Good work. Good work. Keep it up. Good. See? Thumbs up. I was right all along. Huh. And she's kind of weird. What happened? She's going back in the water. As as Patton Oswalt would say, where the fuck is she going? (laughs) (laughs) I'm just going to chill in here until something else happens. (laughs) You know, angels don't get to experience water either. They just want, she's like, oh, cool. She's going to just like, yeah, in the pool. Yeah, they, that's right. They have to stay on the surface. They're like, I wish I could get in the water, but I'm not allowed to. Now, this is the, the one of the alternate endings. So the, one of the original other endings was basically they played out this scene, but they played it out at the cemetery. And There's they, a big and sunset, they, and, and it's they, glorious and glorious. And, and they ended with, with the, with the uh, Shia reveal. Now, I wonder what roof they're on right now because... Not the arc light. Because the uh, they were just in the hospital, which is right next to the skyline. So the skyline here is very clear in the distance. Yeah. So Gabriel gave away. him a lift, like the eagle at the end of I, Lord of the Rings. No, isn't yeah. wasn't this um isn't this later? It's been a couple days. No, it's it? definitely later. But Brian's saying, but where? Because it looks like it. But what I, other what other would, roof are they? I would think it should be the hospital. It would make sense if it's the hospital that they're meeting right. there because it's the place where it all happened. It's not moments later, clearly. Right. But, but uh, but yeah, I say you know we just we just flew over downtown right to the hospital in a prior shot, and now downtown is way off in the distance. Right, we're in like Monrovia now. <laughs> <laughs> Where the hell are we? That's like that could be South Pasadena with your feet on the air. Yeah, really, are we north or south of LA in this? That's uh, true. Drive can't tell. For me, it feels like we're we're down the one ten here. We're in, we're in Norwalk. Watch all the skyscrapers start collapsing, and then yeah. penis, and then it's yeah, credits. exactly. <laughs> Fincher, you met me at a very, me at a very weird time. Now in my life. he's just given her the spear of destiny spear and said, destiny. "Hide it from yeah. someplace where even I won't be able to find it." Right. So logically, she t- should book a ticket on a cruise in the Pacific. Day three, toss it over the side. Toss it over the side, and just move on with her life. Or just yeah. put it in her vagina, because apparently he has no interest. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. You're right, Mike. I don't know what I was thinking. There. Yeah. <laughs> well. In a, in I'm sorry. I honestly <laughs> don't know what that came from. <laughs> is it wrong that that I made? I apologize per- for that. Is it wrong? Wow. <laughs> that made perfect sense to me, though. <laughs> That's what's weird about it. <laughs> wow. I think we we need to end the. Uh, we're not topping that. <laughs> yeah. End the commentary right there. That's I the button right there. I think we're done. We're out. Thanks. Good, thanks for playing, everyone. They went oh. back and forth on this ending. Uh, I love you, the gum bit though. Bring it back is is either he was gonna <laughs> just light another cigarette, fuck it, or you know the, the question was is he going to learn any lesson whatsoever or not? And they went with the gum. Um, in the end. Oh look, they use um, proper fonts now. Actually, in in a, in a less kind of radical way than Michael, um, <laughs> the the a similar point, just not as sharply made, uh, that I was going to make was. Uh, when he says, you hide it where no one can find it, not even me, to me that does imply because I'm not going to be really seeing you anymore. You know, it's like as if, it, if you're hiding something even from me, well, why does he just go, and tomorrow at lunch when we hang out together, I'll just ask you where you hid it. It seems to imply that he's like, I'm not going to be around. You know, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm going to, you know, not, not be hanging around you to kind of go, by the way, we're behind the spirit of destiny. Oh, all right. So we've got, uh, we've got only the credits until we have to do the shy scenes. We've got to 
kind of spend our time wisely here. Constantine, I guess that's true. We could talk a little. Constantine, bit. We, you know, you know how we feel about this. This is almost this is as close to a love fest as Galaxy Quest was. I mean, it's just a fucking cool movie. Yes. I hope you watched it before you listen to this. If you hadn't seen it before that, but even I if not, we, I think I think you'd still appreciate it watching it, having had it all spoiled. We can maybe understand it better than I do. I hope we've given a great many solid reasons that that. Are, are more than just we thought the movie was good. You know, everything we've ever talked about on Down in Front, we just gave you a why Constantine is the textbook case of those things. <laughs> so if Down in Front stands for anything, then I think we've justified why Constantine stands for all those things. Well, so does Galaxy Quest and Princess Bride. No, I think about no, it. No, Galaxy Quest is just funny, and we're all sci-fi geeks, and we like Star Trek. <laughs> Fair That's enough. Really, yes. It's a, no redeeming story value. It's, it's a well-made Quest. movie, but uh, you know, it it, ha- it it brings with it a goodwill mm-hmm. that this movie. You know, I'd never oh, heard of the comic. I with that. I'd never heard of the comic book. You know, I never heard of Constantine. I owed, I owed Constantine nothing whatsoever. But when I saw this movie, and I was just and, and you saw it for the first time, all you knew was everyone ago. said it was really good, and you had no preconceived anything about it. Right. And uh, it kind of rocked awesome. you pretty hard. I, I watched it. I loved it. I, I I wanted to watch it again, but I didn't. I went up to read Wikipedia, then I caught the tail end of it when everyone else was watching it immediately again after that. Yep. We just passed the uh, credit for Claude's Bedelt in the music category, and he. Uh, I like it. Although it's although. Hans Zimmer is credited with pirates. He wrote the bum 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 bum, and I don't know who wrote it in Gladiator first, but well, whatever. It's slightly different from Gladiator. It's it's arranged very similarly, so it seems the same, but it's it's not. What else did Klaus Bedell well, do? Klaus Bedell, he's Poseidon. Maybe he's in Hans Zimmer's he did stable. He's, he's, like, yeah, he's like one a, of the guys. Like Hans Zimmer, the composer has a company called Hans Zimmer, and when yeah. they when they sell, uh, really, it's a brand. When, when, is that when, right? Yeah. When they when no the kidding. brand Hans Zimmer bids, it just goes in music by Hans Zimmer, and it happens to be the name of the guy that runs the company. No so there's kidding. sort of this whole like Klaus Bedelt and a bunch of other guys that are great music writers work for Hans Zimmer at the company Hans Zimmer. So when it says Hans Zimmer music by Hans Zimmer, it means the company. Yeah, I don't so know how it's... they get away with saying that without like a TM or something like that. But whatever. <laughs> This movie fucking well, it's kicks like ass. Roderick Jane, the editor. Brian? Uh, yeah, I mean, not going to say anything different than what I said or anybody else said, but it's. What are you here for then? Well, you didn't, uh, you didn't remember really, really. Well, I'd like, like to add from well, yeah. I guess the I, I guess the difference is even the first time I saw it, it didn't really. Um, I don't, you you I weren't looking reson- for it to be good. I, it, it didn't resonate with me. I was like, okay, that, that seemed pretty solid, and I, then I never really thought about it again. And then we watched it again to, just to prepare the other day. And having done a year's worth of Down in Front and having read screenwriting books and, you know, been in this business for, uh, and uh, per, you know, doing filmmaking for as long as I had at this point, uh, I was like, now I, uh, now I can see the, the, the deeper structure and deeper skill that, that's going on here. And I was, I was surprised. Only um, now at the end do, do you I, understand. Do I understand? Um, Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Dorkman? Uh, yeah. You no hadn't seen it in a while. I mean, is this what you remembered? Uh, yeah, yeah, pretty much. Um, uh, yeah, I like this movie. That's really all I've got to say because <laughs> yeah. I've kind of got a headache now. But <laughs> um, I feel like because of the movie. It, no, it just happened. Um, yeah, wow. With uh, with Trey's lead out, I'm like, maybe this should have been the last one we ever did because my God, <laughs> yeah, <we've, laughs> this is it, ladies and gentlemen. We like to take this moment to announce the retirement of the Down in Front brand. Uh, not really. No, <laughs> it's been great. It's been mm-hmm. gentlemen. It's been a pleasure commenting with you. <laughs> Trey. Be nice. <laughs> All right, this movie doesn't suck the way I said at the beginning. <laughs> I what I have nothing left to say. I either either you buy our reasons for you know Constantine to me goes on the perfect movie shelf. You, you don't have to agree, but I think it goes on the uh, perfect movie shelf because talk about a movie that gives you exactly what it tried to give you, and and every bit of it is uh, is well played. I think it goes right on that shelf. I think the lesson to take from it, if you're looking to take a lesson in terms of filmmaking, is. You don't have to necessarily explain everything as long as 
it as long as you put in the effort to build a consistent and internally consistent world. Well, yeah, it's yeah. it's the kind of thing you don't have to have the characters explain everything as long as it explains itself to as to the as extent that you need to understand it. Right. Yeah. Yes. As yeah. yeah. If you're presenting a world, as long there's a certain appearance that a world it either appears to be internally consistent or it doesn't. And it's I would say it's an intuitive thing that we as as movie watchers and story uh, consumers can can yeah. pick up on that whether it's there or not. Exactly. And I think that we've, goes a long I, way towards determining whether you like a movie or whether you think it's believable I, or not. I think we've talked about it before. It's the kind of thing where it's like I don't quite understand what's going on, but they clearly do what's right. going on in here. Versus, I don't understand what's going on, and I don't think they. I do I think either. they're just making this shit up yeah, as they go exactly. along. Versus, say Terminator Salvation or something. Yeah, where it's like, exactly. Th- clearly, there's a bunch of pieces on here, and they don't yeah. fit together. Yeah. Even if I don't see the whole puzzle, I can yeah. tell that these pieces are fitting together in yeah, a certain way. Exactly. And here's our scene where it yeah, says yeah. Chaz Kramer, eighty-five to two thousand five. He was not. I, th- I think. I think. I think. <laughs> I think Booth was eighty-six. I think he's a year older than I am. But yeah, it's cool, and it, and it basically I didn't it, the the face that he makes has malice to it. Yeah, but he's in it. Like, it's like I, wait I, I, a minute. Yeah, I had to I had to double check to make sure. Okay, he's going to heaven. He's yeah. flying. He's got yeah. the wings, and he's going up. Yeah, uh, but, he's but a, he looks so pissed. Yeah, like watch him appear here. He's a little yeah. He's a little satanic as an angel. Well, the thing is that angels are kind of dangerous. Yeah. You know, they're kind of like wild animals. You don't want to mess with them too much. Yeah, it's it's the you know angels aren't necessarily and uh, what was that movie that came and went so fast and no one saw that was just out a few months ago the, uh, oh legion the legion oh, which yeah. is like you know angels aren't necessarily good angels aren't necessarily here to help you that was an which interesting I, one i'd like to see that yeah, one yeah i, I, I actually just, I just worked, like bellamy i just yeah, worked yeah. with somebody who uh was on the production of that and uh said it was an absolute nightmare just the the, the logistical process oh, yeah. uh the because he, this guy was the ad and he had uh been brought in to replace the previous AD and like uh-huh. he had in the middle of it and had, you know, he tried to sit down with the DP and go, okay, uh, what are we, what do you want to do tomorrow? So can we uh-huh. make out our plan? Can we sit down and sometime today? And the DP would always give him some kind of shit like, no, I'm, I'm working now or whatever. And so at lunch you'd be like, okay, can we figure out tomorrow? And the DP would be like, no, it's lunch now. And no, uh-huh. and I'm a, Insinuating wow. this is an accent, I have no idea whether the guy was Belgian or not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I guess I so he was Belgian, is what you're saying. But um, yeah, and then at the end of the day, he'd be like, "Can we figure it out tomorrow?" And he's like, "No, I'm done for the day." It, uh-huh. And it was just like that kind of. So a they thing. would just right. start the day with no shot list and not knowing what. I the guess there was. Be. I guess wow. it was just a nightmare from the production standpoint. How the movie itself turn out? Does anyone? Know? Who knows? I heard no it one saw it. No, yeah, we nobody. need to. Uh, we should yeah. do Legion. We should uh, first. We should probably watch it. We should watch it, and then we should do Legion. Because it was like I was like, "Wow, this kind of could touch on what Constantine was kind of about. It might be fun, but I." I don't know. I don't know a single human being who saw it. From what I've heard, it didn't quite work. I but, imagine but it probably didn't. Let's. We, we should just we'll watch so there it you instead go. of casting aspersions. So. Use our use our forums to tell us what Legion. Yeah. Was the like. the spirit alien three. Yes. To, to Constantine. This has been Down in Front. You can always find more episodes at downinfront.net. Visit our forum, register, involve yourself in the conversation. Go for the show notes that Matt's putting together. Go to iTunes, get a brand new episode every single week. Any website you've ever been to, and I mean porn websites too. If you add Slash and Down in Front, you will find us there. Twitter, Facebook, the rest of them, Cafe Press. <laughs> Go to our store. Please click the DVD link on the homepage so you can buy a DVD. We get a buck. Uh, until next time, my name is T. Christie. Brian Jennifer. Mike Scott. Christ, and this has been Down in Front. Thank you very much for listening. Good night. Good night. I need to eat. In that voice? Yes. Trendsinyourhead.com